Material Components Episode 30 Pieces of the Puzzle Greetings, and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, how you doing? Doing good. Hey, good. Yep. <laughs> that good, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey guys, I am Olivia, and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbear, Child of the Outer Storm. I am Elliot, and I will be playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. Uh, I am Michael Lisman, and I'm playing Sid Emberlite, the Half-Elf Rogue. I'm Reed Morris, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So, so were those sound effects for me or for you? For all you guys. For everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. guys yeah. Yeah, we we hired two hype men. Um, it's also just us. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just us. Sid's paying me. Grawl's paying Sid. It's true. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'd be into that. But what I'm not paying any of you for is <laughs> the recap for when I ask if you remember what happened last time. That's good because only sort of. <laughs> uh, yes, we. Got healed, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a little bit of shenanigans with that. Uh, one of us was a sheep. I'm not naming. <laughs> uh, I'm. I can't even remember what happened to everybody. I sneezed for a minute straight, and then I went into the astral plane. Maybe. Maybe one of them. Mm, it's somewhere. It, Some it was somewhere. Yeah, I, I went somewhere. There are some um, transplanar questions that did arise within the the first few minutes of the episode. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, I'm immune to the effects of alcohol, so right. if we don't die in the next ten or twenty minutes, we are gonna go grip some folks with a drinking contest. No, no. I mean, we're super not gonna do that. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Very convincing when you say wink. Mm-hmm. Well, our audio listeners. It's true. Yeah. Which is true. all of them again. So I don't know At why this I'm... point, yeah. But yes, you had gone to the free hospital run by Mixamilio Bogscorch, a very excited goblin alchemist who had. Just the best. Who is yeah. continuing his quest to attempt to perfect the healing potion and, uh,. You, you can't achieve greatness without a little risk, and sometimes that risk involves being booped to a different plane of existence. I question, is he trying to heal everything? Like, you take a potion and you are an everything? Everything's healed? You can breathe fire and can't get drunk? I, what's going on there? <laughs> there are just some unheeded side effects along the road of progress. He's healing mind, body, and soul. I guess. There's also standard healing potions already, but sure, hey. (laughs) What's again? Variety is the the spice of life. In the words of Mixer, like, what is one, 2d4 plus 2 is nothing. (laughs) He's trying to make a new standard. Yeah. Sure. 
So, after your visit to the free hospital, you had gone to investigate some things that had raised some questions in and around the center green after your fight with the nightmares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Discovered a lot of it things. It went well. It, yeah. It went, it went so good. So good. Mm-hmm. We're not... We were about to make progress and investigate that mysterious gazebo when a certain mayor showed up. Yep, and just, you know what? He he told us we didn't need to go there, and, and as far as I'm concerned, that's all we needed to hear. For another 24 hours. For another 8, well, <laughs> and now another 18 hours or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also offered us an unreasonable amount of money, which Sid took, uh, and then felt bad about it later slash I felt bad about it later <laughs> it's a team effort on both of our parts <laughs> um, but it was a lot it was like a thousand platinum yeah um, like that's so much money so much money somehow I don't think Mike's gonna let us keep that it, yeah. something's gonna happen he can take it from our cold dead hands <laughs> and he will he will <laughs> who knows yeah uh, then we went to the Tumbledown farm mm -hmm. uh, to do some more investigating, because clearly that was a better lead than the gazebo. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing uh -huh. going on there. Yeah. Uh, the gazebo is fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, Just to reiterate, Grawl was the one who actually got to see what was in oh, the gazebo. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. Though, there's two names on there, too. Um, mm -hmm. There was a plinth with a pair of simple golden rings with a pair of names engraved beneath them. Sergei and Tatiana. It's true. What that could mean, who knows? Random. Just there's plucking also, names out from the, just, the void. Like There's also some abjuration magic if I'm not mistaken. Yes, um, but only Grawl knows that. Yeah, that's true. Mm. But, but it's nothing. But yes, after a stern I'm, telling off from the the mayor because... He really didn't want people despoiling his memorial. Mm -hmm. You headed down to the Tumbledown farm, following the trail of the nightmares. There you discovered a burned field, you asked around, and you've met a familiar face. Yes. Kind of. Lesser. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> In one of his, men well, three faces, four different faces, really. Um, and, uh... Uh, God, he got all spooked. Got a little spooked by this bounty, um, and just sort of peaced out. Yeah, the devil great. turned tail and run. It's probably yeah. fine. Great, it's great. It's so great. Yeah, we're probably all fine. We're doing oh, so yeah. well, guys. <laughs> guys, I'm so proud of us. Um. On your way back into town, though because the trail of the nightmares seemed to lead off into the distance, and you didn't want to necessarily spend days tracking them down when the mayor's birthday party is coming. Right, it's a sick party I got to. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, there was a brief aside when we ran back into little Toby, and, right. and a um, new villain was introduced. <laughs> Grosso. Grosso. Horrible half-brother of... Grawl. Our dear friend Grawl. Our dear, kind-hearted, gentle friend yes. Grawl. Hero <laughs> among <laughs> heroes. Hero among yeah. heroes. <laughs> uh. 
But then we went back into town, and Grawl is about to face a stern talking to round two. That's <laughs> true. Dun, dun, dun. Because as you had come back into town, Grawl had felt his body overcome by some eldritch power that had gripped his limbs and made him split from the party, ducking into an alley as the rest of you headed off towards... Uh, what was your final destination? I don't know as if you ever... Uh, I think... I, hmm. I don't... Were we going to the cold shot or were we going to go somewhere else? I thought we were going to the cold shot, but... I did, yeah. too. I don't know if we specify... Like, actually... I think we all just I don't thought remember. it together. Yeah. It, okay. Part, yeah. And, and also, I think all of us were just like, oh god, we don't know what to do now. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Also true. So, yes. A lot of b- balls in the air at this at this point. Grawl had ducked away from the rear of the the walking crowd as you had made your way to the called shot and was confronted by a tall mayoral figure in a immaculate white suit. Grawl, you stand frozen in this back alley of Blue Gulch the somewhat unnatural surroundings looming up around you. The previously cold night has grown all the colder, as Mayor Ezekiel von Zorovich himself has descended from on high, landing silently in front of you and saying, I think it's about time we had a talk, boy. Suddenly you feel your limbs unfreeze, your body suddenly regaining control. Your jaw unclenching and clenching as you feel that rictus that had affected you not moments before beginning to shake, though you're unsure if it has passed entirely or if it can be reasserted at a moment's notice. As the mayor looms over you, he says in a cold whisper, Who... Are you? Well, um, my name's Grawl. You know this. Um, other than that, uh, you've met my other friends, a uh, super cool bunch. And, um, I just, I just want to get something out of the way really quick uh, while no one else is around. Um, I'm very sorry about what transpired earlier today. Um, don't, don't eat me. <laughs> and as he laughs, his tenor seems to change slightly. A darkness creeps in through the alley. Despite the fact that the mayor is wearing crisp, pristine white clothing, there is a, a darkness that seeps in in the lines of his figure. A blackness that seems to radiate from each crease of his suit, each contour of his body, like white outlined in black. And he'll lean back, folding up his parasol, and saying, Boy, I wouldn't eat you even if I wanted to. Fair enough. Though you should consider yourself lucky that I don't want to. I I consider myself very lucky. Very, very lucky. But my question remains. Who are you? 
You come here into my town. And then you go around walking the dreamlands. Then you go poking around my altar. I think you know something. I think you know somebody. And I think you're not here by chance following some tiefling local. So you're going to tell me what you're doing here. Or we are going to have a very, very long night. Well, we're here for the Realm Scar. Do you know what that is? I am aware. Okay. What do you know about the Realm Scars? I know that Zenerva has her people dealing with them. I pay it no mind. She allows me my little fiefdom, and I let her go about her business. It is a mutual arrangement. Well, do you know that we are some of her people, then? I did not. Though there were, of course, rumors coming out of Stormhaven, I don't make it up to the city much myself. The four of us are here for the Realm Scar. We're gathering information, trying to figure out where it's at. And this Jeremiah Payne is just uh, a hiccup right now for us. Two birds, one stone. I thought maybe. You're poking mighty maybe. hard for a hiccup. It's really stuck in our throats. Like, we don't know how to go about it. It's causing us a lot of indigestion. And I'm, and I'm apologizing for my uh, flippant response. Um, I should probably take this a bit more seriously. Um, anyways. Um, What do you want to talk about first? Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. You say you work for Zenerva. Aye. Prove it. Anyone can claim they do work for the old mage. How do I know you're telling the truth? Though, quite honestly, I think you're dumb enough that I would be able to see through any falsehoods. Hmm. That's a good question. I'd... Tell me something that only someone who knew her well might know. Well, this is where Reed doesn't know anything. Um, Reed knows plenty, whether or not Reed can remember. I know. I know. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, she, well, let's, how about this? Uh, I don't know if that's going to do anything, but mm, I don't know. I was going to bring up hot chocolate, but I don't think that's going to do anything. Um, well, this one time, it's my most fond memory of her. Um, we had just uh, arrived at her tower. And there was a small child, and she was very scared, mostly due to me scaring her. Uh, it happens from time to time. 
anyways, uh, she got us hot chocolate for the little girl. And it was, uh, I, I mean, I tried to give her. That's all well and good, but I'm looking for details about the woman, not anecdotes about what confectionaries she might be handing out to little youths. Give me something of value, or you are not going to leave this alley, my son. She told us to kill a skein witch. All of us together went through trials. Some of us didn't make it. We all attempted to kill... Boy, you're telling me details about yourself, not about the old mage. And She's the an mayor will woman, stride forward. You feel your limbs locking up again. You had best tell me something of relevance. As he brings up a gloved hand and gently caresses it across your jawline. Uh, uh, uh. Um... Give me some detail that only someone who had seen Zenerva in the flesh would know. Um, she carries a staff. It's made out of, like, old, old materials. You said it's got, like, gold seam or whatever in it? Some, some, like, it is made of several different materials. Okay. Um, Everyone has it. seen her staff. Tell me something nobody knows. You got nothing? I, I I I can think of literally only the fact that she's a little old lady. Um, she speaks with a with an accent. What do you say? Uh, she's yeah. I'm gonna say that she uh, she speaks with an accent. Uh, she's very old and tired. And the mayor will stop and pull his hand away and say, You've actually seen her then? Several times, yes. But you've actually seen her? I believe so, yes. We were in her office. We stood there in front of her. She and showed us the entire valley. And the other times? She appeared... Other times she appeared kind of floating and... I don't know. There, but kind of not there. Hmm. And the mayor will tuck his hands behind his back and take a couple of strides away and you feel your control come back over your limbs. And he'll say... All right, then. You've been in her presence. That's good enough. Second inquiry. 
How did you learn to walk in the dreamlands? And his back is to you right now. I'm going to show you something. Um, but you're going to have to turn around to see it. Otherwise, it's not going to work. He will turn ever so slightly. You can see one crimson eye looking over his shoulder directly at you. And he'll say, My eyes don't need to be on you to see you, boy. You are in my city. Fair enough. Um, so when I draw my weapon to show you, don't don't do anything. It's I'm not doing anything. I'm just showing you what it is. I and... doubt any weapon you could draw would hurt me. But go on. Okay. And I just put out my hand, and then like from my back, great sword just whoop. It... Like, bursts into a thousand green-brown moths and then recoalesces into your hand. And that makes the mayor turn around. His brow slightly arched. And he'll say, Very well, now you have my attention. I found this in the desert a long time ago. It spoke to me. I could hear it. This isn't like a forge bond. This is different. There's a creature, I don't know, creature, something in it called Mott. And he wants me to get him books knowledge and that's how the mayor will take a couple of steps towards you and hold out a hand as though gesturing for the sword go for it he'll take it's it by the heavy hilt on the back end. and lift it with one hand with almost a casual ease and mm. put his other hand down the blade inspecting the runes near the hilt. He'll look back up at you and say, Abyssal, can you read this? I can read what's on it. And hmm. Maybe a few other things, but that's about it. Curious. And he'll hand you the sword back. And you say this creature that demands knowledge of you lets you walk among dreams? It's not really by choice. I don't get to go there whenever I want, as far as I know. It just kind of happens. Well, that's how it starts, boy. It always just happens. The next step is learning to control it. Seems as though this mott unlocked a door for you. And it's your job to keep walking through it. Curious. So I have you a are question. sent by the old mage. Mm -hmm. You wield the power of some abyssal creature named Mott. 
and yet you go poking around my my sacred place out of what curiosity not hostility towards me in all honesty I had an assumption um, I was wrong I thought it was you trying to get to that place. I thought something had barred you from getting out, not the other way around. And the mare will kind of sag slightly, let out a long breath. And you can see now that his hands are shaking slightly. But they'll still, and he'll say, No. I am trapped no longer. I stay here of my own volition. Nothing commands me anymore. Very well. You said you had a question. Perhaps I owe you a tete-a-tete, -tete, as it were. Um... This this may be weird, and it's kind of a it's kind of a several. It's very it's a very big ask of you, um, but uh, and, and probably not under the best circumstances to be asking this. But given that my assumption is you were that cat in the dreamlands. If there's one thing you'll learn about the Dreamlands is that the most versatile creature within them will be of the feline variety. And my shape is what I choose it to be. Cool. Um, and the second part of that question... Uh, what what can you teach me? <laughs> Boy, I have not sought a pupil in a long, long time. And there's a very good reason for that. I cannot teach you anything. I can perhaps dissuade you down some of the darker paths you might take. For I have led a long, long life full of blood and misery. And I have learned many valuable lessons. But if you are looking for a master that might help you wield whatever powers you now have at your beck and call, that person is not me. I served dark powers for far too long. But no longer. I'm not asking about dark powers. I'm asking about how to be a leader. <laughs> He'll actually give you a surprised, appraising look, kind of glancing up and down. 
and he'll say, Boy, I don't know if you've walked this town, but I don't know if you want to learn how to be a leader from me. Little column A, little column B. No, perhaps. Well, maybe. Maybe. I'll tell you what. You and your friends come to my cotillion, and I might have a present for you that'll help you along the way. Might not be what you're looking for, but it might teach you some lessons. At the very least. We'll see you there. I hope so. And he will begin walking towards the back wall of the alley again. It's made of that strange stone. And it will seem to grow darker and darker as he walks towards the alley. His white suit and straw hat becoming indistinct in those shadows. He'll stop, though, before he disappears completely. And he'll turn slightly towards you, his blood-red eyes gleaming in the shadows, even though there's no light to reflect off of them. And he'll say, I am sorry for frightening you. That was not my intention, but uh, old habits die hard. Please give my regards to your friends. We're all just nods. And the mayor will turn again and his form will be consumed by the shadows at the end of the alley. And as soon as those shadows whelm and then wane again, you can see that the alley opens up onto another street opposite you. There is no end to this alley. It just connects two roads. Perfect. Spooky. Where do you go? What do you do? Uh... Immediate about face <laughs> and and return to the group. Okay, very well. So, the three of you <laughs> find yourselves <laughs> no! at the cold shot. <laughs> no! Wow. We made it, guys. All four of us. Wait. Uh, uh, where's... Uh, where did... Where's Scrawl? No, oh, he's just a little bit behind us, I'm sure. He did say he wanted to go shopping. Maybe he popped... He wanted a hat. We should What's check that? the haberdashery. Uh, you think they're open right now? Isn't I don't late? know what time is it. It's like not even noon. <laughs> no, it's well past that. You're coming it's... back into town just before sunset. Yeah. Oh, oh, shoot. Uh. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't break in. Maybe he stopped to get something to eat? To set the like scene, as you enter the called shot, this place is roaring. It is the start uh. of the weekend. You definitely passed some rowdy saloons on your way into the center of town. There were a couple of big parties happening in the center green, actually. There are 
torch like tiki torches set up in certain areas of the park people with barbecues set up just out in the open air kind of warding off the winter cold that grips the dry lens when the sun begins to set but the call shot itself is a mess there are people playing card games there's someone excitedly playing the piano over in one corner there doesn't seem to be a stage show and the stage itself has been sort of taken over by people setting up chairs and tables up there for extra sitting and drinking space i don't think i'll get any sleep tonight I grumble, grumble. I hate parties. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, guys, where where did where did Grawl go? I don't know. Nobody saw him. He's always in the back. I I and he's so quiet. (sighs) I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I'm not exactly like worried about him, but like. Because like, right, he's, like, the oldest one of us. Like, he, we're not his parents. We don't need to, like, keep track of him every second of the day, but... I'm just saying, there's, there's a cult. Exactly. There's, like, right, exactly. Like, like, a lot, there's a lot going on, you know. There's it, It'd just be nice to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, like, freaking out, but I'm concerned. Okay. Should we... And you're Look almost having this conversation shouting at each other because this place yeah. is so loud. <laughs> yeah, because the party is just so loud. <clears throat> Maybe we should go back outside. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably a good idea. Maybe we'll figure out what to do out there. Please. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> As you're all leaving, I need you all to give me perception checks. Yeah, that makes sense. Come on, come on, come on. 20. Ooh! <laughs> yeah, like, again, hopefully one of us did oh, it right. No, no, I got like, uh, 12. 17. Okay. Sid, you managed to duck out of the way as somebody comes stumbling through the door and bumps into you. Uh, but you managed to not get completely bowled over by them. Uh, looking up and back, you see that there is a dark figure looming over the back of the called shot on the upper balcony near one of the, the tables that are up there. And Tirza, you see this too as you leave, and you see the form of Shikar the Binder kind of just observing the the goings-on. Can't really get a read on the guy. He's wearing his deep hooded cloak, but this huge figure sort of stands out. I wave. Why does he get a stare and I get shot at? I don't understand. Like, I have a trustworthy face. I have a kind and gentle face that people trust innately. When were you on the top of the cold shot? Uh, When we were, you know, searching, you know, I was going... He's not, going up to the top. He's not he, climbing the building, Sid. He's on the balcony. He's on the balcony. Oh. In the, here. Yeah, on the inside oh. of a cult shot. You notice this before you leave the building. That makes more sense. I was, I was about <laughs> to get very upset. Are you already I, drunk? No. <laughs> I'm just... just I, I miss my friend, okay? It's fair. Let's go find him. Te- okay. Tirzo, when you like, awkwardly wave up at Shakar, he'll just, like, raise a hand in acknowledgement, having clearly seen you. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, let's go. <laughs> As you all come out onto the street, you see Grawl wandering up. Oh. What's up, hey, guys? Are you okay? Yeah. We were... What happened? Wait a minute. What? We were about to come go look for you. I was yeah, about to go inside. Okay. 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 Great. All right. Mystery solved. Okay. What are we doing? Uh, I think we're going to be <laughs> drinking. <sighs> All right. Are we running that scam? I mean, not running that scam. Wink we, at Tirza. We, we would, <laughs> Wait, why are you winking? <laughs> never. What? No, of course not. Yeah, exactly. We're definitely not running that scam. Wink again. Grawl, why are you winking at me? I don't understand. Because we're not doing it. 100% not doing it. Wink. Um, Wink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Let's let's get a party on. All right. right. You head back into the cold shot? Yes. All right. And so you spend your evening being slightly debaucherous? I'm not, I'm not saying that Cherish, when they come back, bursts into the cold shot yelling, Who wants to challenge me to a drinking contest? But I'm not not saying that she does. <laughs> Maybe after a few drinks. Yeah. Not that they've taken any effect. T- test it out first. You know, I gotta make sure. That's true. So, gotta be scientific about this. Cherish. It's gotta be the right, the right. Grip. Sid and Grawl are getting drinks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Tirza, are you partaking in the celebrations? I will have a glass of wine and sit very quietly at our table. I order the strongest drink. Oh, do you want to? <laughs> okay, you should order it. It's fun. It's expensive. Give me one, too. <laughs> yeah, you want to buy me one? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not necessarily the strongest drink. No. It's just the most expensive one. The strongest yeah. drink is what they use to varnish the wood inside the uh, mm. the building. That's Delicious. a good point. Second strongest drink. <laughs> the, the second stro- strongest drink is still called wood varnish, but it's called mm-hmm. that ironically. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I want... I- ironic drink names. Let's see. How much do I want? What's the drink? Like, what is it? Eight ounces? Ten ounces? Twelve? It's like four. Four. Okay. You, yeah. You drink this you and, need. like, yeah, that's all you need. Usually. It's like 90 proof. All right. I want to I wanna <coughs> order a, a shot of the wood varnish. Okay. Not the actual wood varnish. <laughs> right. That's what I say. <laughs> Sid, what do you order? I'll take a well whiskey. Okay. Grawl? Uh, I'll take what Sid's having. All right. Some basic whiskey for you as well. Uh, so you all get your drinks. You manage to find a table, uh, not on the ground floor because that's packed, but up yeah. on the balcony, there is a small four-person table that you can sort of muscle your way onto. Cool. Is Shikar still up there? Shikar is over at the far end of the balcony, sort of just, like, watching all the revelry. I wave again. <laughs> I don't wave him I don't wave him over, but I do another, like, we're back. Mm-hmm. And he'll acknowledge your presence again. 
I don't know how to interact with this dude. <laughs> anyway. Should we, like, go over and say hi? Or is that... Do you... Like, do you want him no, to... No. Yeah, that I didn't <laughs> think so. But, like, I feel like it's awkward to, like, just, you know, make icon. You know what I mean? I, to be perfectly honest, um, I don't necessarily want... <sighs> If you want to go say hi, you nope. can sit. Mm-mm. I'm good. Okay, and then I'll take a little <laughs> gulp of wine. <laughs> okay. So, you all partake of your drinks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cherish? Mm-hmm. Do you sip the shot? Do you just slam it? Oh, I, sh- I slam it. Okay. It's a shot. Yeah. Well, look. Yeah. It's true. Just- you all see Cherish just go over backwards, completely unconscious. Just ragdolls backwards off the chair. Wow, she cannot handle her liquor. <laughs> I, she, I could have sworn she was better than that, but that's fine. I, I, My literal well, last thought before going unconscious is, God damn it, Mixer. <laughs> um, I immediately like get on the ground, and I'm like, Cherish, what, what's going on? Are you... And I, like, shake her. <laughs> I just had a thought. Yes. Wait a second. Why? Why? Wait, what? Why? I'm I'm confused. I thought, Isn't she immune? I thought so, too. I think he just said she was immune. I don't know <laughs> if he actually had any truth behind it. Is she... Maybe she's immune, but it just puts her to sleep. And that's why she's immune. <laughs> Does I'm that not gonna sound have like a hangover? A... <laughs> you don't know. Does that sound like a thing. All you know. all you know is Cherish no. is unconscious. God damn it! That makes my ratio go up. That's so unfair. Can I like, kind of like, kind of tap her tap her face like a cat? Yeah, yeah poker, poker, just a little bit. There is zero reaction. God, should I take her home? Oh yay! What, just she like probably take me home. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. Um, I mean, we can just have her like stay in one of our rooms for for now, unless you want to walk all the way over there. I mean, no, I guess she should probably lay down. Yeah, she's yeah. already laying down. Yeah, well, lay, lay down in a safe, on a bed, comfortable space. Yeah, and maybe she'll wake up, and you know, we'll walk her home later. Yeah, I'll I'll pick her up. Okay. And... <laughs> like fire God. carry. Uh, no bridal style. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> watch the head. Door frames are very hard. And the horns. You gotta watch out for the head and yeah. the horns. Oh my god, yeah. Oh definitely. yeah. Yeah. Um Whose room god, do you bring chairs to? Uh mine. Okay. When you're walking Cherish to your room, you notice that Shakar the Binder has disappeared from where he was standing sentry. Are we taking a leak? Alright, yeah. That's that's probably fine. That's probably Whoa. nothing. This dude is spooky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take her to my room and just plop her down. Okay. What do the rest of you do with your evening? (laughs) 
Oh, I would you're, like. You're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to spend Bright the evening <laughs> talking to random people down on the main floor, and like while everybody is drunk and distracted, slipping uh, platinum in people's pockets with my sleight of hand. Oh wow! Aww. Okay, give me a sleight of hand roll. It's going to be really funny if it fails. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 15. 15. Okay. So you managed to do it 15 times over the course of the night. Okay. 15 platinum is gone. Okay. I'm assuming you're keeping track of how much of that money is left. I am, yeah. We gave 10 to Thomas last session. Mm-hmm. Is that kid's name Thomas? I thought it was Toby. It's Thomas. Thomas. No. Thomas Jr. No, Thomas is the father. Thomas oh, but Thomas, Thomas Jr. Jr. Oh, okay, yeah. my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frickin' no T-name kids. Ridiculous. <laughs> Alliteration! Okay. okay. Grawl, are you doing anything specific over the course of the night? Um, I am doing whatever I can to try and get Sid caught. Because I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would this you be? You are a bad friend. <laughs> I'm a he great was, friend. He this was worried about fun. you. <laughs> he was really worried hey, about hey, you. Hey, hey, all we have to do is give like, a shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. Again, it's like, uh, uh, sir, I, uh, the, the, the half-elf over there seems to found is slipping your fingers into your, 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 your coin purse over there. What's going on? Huh, weird. Give me a persuasion roll. Jerk. I mean, they're not going to find that their money's missing. 21. <laughs> okay. Tirza, what are you doing with the evening? Oh, that was a good excuse to not be downstairs oh, anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you just stayed up, up in your room after you yeah. dropped Cherish off? Alright. I was like, oh, hey, thank she God. Has to make sure I don't throw up and choke on my own vomit. It's That's true. true. It's true. Put it on your side. Do you go to sleep at some point? Or are you staying up to watch over Cherish? Uh, where? What is the? What is in the bedrooms? You basically have a small, like double-sized bed. You have a dresser. You have a small trunk at the foot of the bed, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, Tirza tries to stay up to watch over Cherish, but ends up, like, just conking out. <laughs> okay. Just on the floor or on the bed next to Cherish? On the bed, yeah. Okay. And I'm assuming you get out of your full, like, scale mail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> just turn over, like, clang! I'm just curious. <laughs> there go there go all of my 40, 40 hit points. Yeah. There are minuses to sleeping in your armor. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't usually ask specifically whether or not you get in and out of your armor, but because most of the time it's implied. But in this instance, I don't know if you were yeah. attempting to no, keep watch over Cherish. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm not like guarding her. I'm just like yeah, making sure she's breathing, sure, and not dead. <laughs> um, okay. White girl wasted. <laughs> yeah. So you do get a sense from. Sadagar, as you're taking care of Cherish, that the cloak is proud of you for looking out for your friend. Thanks, buddy. Though, you get the sense that Sadagar really doesn't like Cherish's forge bond item for some reason. 
weird. She's, That's I mean, weird. Like, weird so Maz is like so personable like and so, like, nice. so nice and easy yeah. to get along with. Yeah. M- mostly you just get the sense of disgust from Sadagar every time the cloak draws near to the the arcane hand flower. That hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's very confusing for me, though, because... You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, you would know that that's Cherish's forge bonded item. I know, but I had never heard yeah. Maz talk. Yeah. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Thank God. <laughs> All right. So eventually, it's like, wow, must be a bitch. <clears throat> Grawl and Sid, your night goes as expected, and eventually you head up to your rooms to get some rest. Uh, yeah. Okay. I need you both to give me constitution saving throws. Oh, do I not need to do one for my sip of wine? (laughs) I think you're good. (laughs) Yeah, like, after you laughed, I, like, looked and I just drank the rest of your wine. That's totally fine. (laughs) And expected. Yeah. Seven. Eight. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Simple speaking line. speaking oh, of yeah. white girl wasted <laughs> that's fine that's fine everything tastes great Ooh, look at this so the two of you are staggering up t- the stairs towards your third story rooms sometime <laughs> after midnight hey Grawl you mm. gonna crawl onto the ceiling again or on the on the <laughs> roof again I could crawl on the ceiling I can do it watch me and you? And well, jump. I, I want to see it I want to see it at, Hey, 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 yeah, hey, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey. Yeah, I like you. You're a cool yeah. guy. Oh, hey, thanks, man. Yeah, man. When you do the lightning, when when you did the lightning thing with the sword the one time, that yeah. that as I knew this guy I, right here. But, but I've tried. I've tried to do it, and it, I'm just end up. You know, it doesn't. It, doesn't it's do all. It. A, it's it's all about believing. Okay. And guess what? We all believe in you. And I go oh. to pat him, and I fall over. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> No. I don't get. I get. I get back up though. Oops. Oopsies. Never uh, there was, keep him down. I thought I saw the fine brook down there, so I went to attack and uh, came back. I didn't find him. <laughs> like you, you didn't attack anyone, right? You didn't like. No, no, I didn't like, find him. You've got glasses. Prepare to die. Or, no, yeah. No, no, no. Sh- oh, sorry. You've got glasses. Prepare to die. There you go. Got sneak up on him. Right. I don't know anything about sneaking. As the two of you are staggering forward, you see another person detaching themselves from the wall and coming down the hall towards you. It's this big, burly guy, and as he's walking forward, uh, Sid, give me a perception check at disadvantage. Uh-huh. I'm sure this will be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Thankfully, this guy's sleight of hand is terrible, and you see him trying to steal the pouch of platinum off of your belt. Hey, 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 hey. Watch where you're putting your finger in. And then he just rips it off your belt and tries to brush away from you. I trip him. Give me an attack roll with disadvantage. Okay. Um, uh, What would this be? Unlike uh, some kind of strength-based attack? No. You can your, your strength modifier with your proficiency bonus. Yeah, it's really good, guys. Um, <laughs> I know because you and I have oh. the same strength score. <laughs> oh, um, 
So it'd be plus. So plus my proficiency would be uh, eighteen. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, that actually that's with disadvantage. (laughs) Damn. Damn. I rolled a twenty and a sixteen. Oh, you just gotta believe. Yeah. That's what Grawl shouts. He shouted, "Believe!" And I'm like, "Yes!" So you trip this guy. He goes face first onto the ground. The platinum goes spilling out into the hallway. All right, I'm gonna uh, grab. I'm gonna try and grab the bag and shuffle it all in as fast as I can. Okay. Give me a dexterity roll at disadvantage. Okay. As this thug is picking himself up. Carl, are you doing anything while this is happening? Yeah, I want to go kick the dude. Okay. <laughs> Touch my friend. God. That's rude. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. All right, you're you're sh- slowly like shoveling it into the bag. Grawl, you want to go up and kick this prone guy? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Give me an attack roll with your strength modifier plus your proficiency at disadvantage. Because you are well, sloshed. The guy's prone, though, so that would give him an advantage or that just cancel out? That would just cancel out, so it would just be a straight attack roll. Okay. Uh, that is 13. 13 is going to hit, so you deal a point of damage just kicking into his ribs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he goes, oof! Yeah. Uh, he'll then roll up and attempt to just slug you, Grawl. Uh, a couple of times, actually. Rude. God damn. So... Kind of monk. <laughs> no, he just—he's like a two-fisted thug. I was like, he has multi-attack. Damn, his challenge range must be high. <laughs> I believe a seventeen hits. Yeah, and that if means guys, a twenty-one will hit as well. If you yes. guys die in a bar fight, I'm gonna be so mad. He deals We're six fine. six points of bludgeoning damage to you. That's Oof. okay. Sid, you kind of stagger upright with the coins in hand. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You see this thug is now attempting to pummel Grawl. I'm trying to like find a place on my like to put the the purse and I or and I cannot like oh. eat it. Eat it. He can't get it if you eat I, it. I, I attempt to attach it to my belt. Okay. Um. Give me a <laughs> intelligence roll at disadvantage. Oh. Oh my, my other good good stat. Um <laughs> five. <laughs> you just can't belt you just you just can't belt right now. Fuck. <laughs> Girl, I'll I'll be there in a bit. I just need to I'm just like I'm tie I'm tying I'm It's tying. okay, I got him on the ropes. You got, you got him on the ropes, you got him okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll be right there. Girl, we're over in to the- you. In the television uh, version of this, this fight is intercut with sh- short shots of Tirza and Cherish just fast, yeah. very peacefully. The sounds of combat in the background. <laughs> um, uh, so he's just he's just wailing at me. Seems that way. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I don't think I got any spells left. If I use my garbage. Just down. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember. Uh, can I believe. I... I believe. I mean, you would have had a short rest between now and then, so you oh, would have okay. gotten your spells back. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself. Crawl <laughs> <laughs> so, turns invisible. So crawl just vanishes, and the thug's like, uh, uh. Yeah. 
And I'm still like, okay, just a second, Crawl. I got it. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. I'm tying it up right now. The thug mm-hmm. will turn around and move towards Sid and attempt to just rip the pouch out of your hands. He's going to hey. make a, a contested strength roll with you. Oh, good. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> dip the fuck out. Uh, strength, I'm assuming a disadvantage? Yes. Yep. You are sauced, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a nat one, but a one. <laughs> I rolled a two minus one. Wow, I really thought you were going to beat his four, but you don't. Oh, <gasps> no! <laughs> he tears the pouch of platinum out of your hands. Grawl, this guy is attempting to run away, uh, so you would have gotten an opportunity attack on him if you wanted it. But you okay, it would break your invisibility. Do it for the money. Yeah, do it but, for the he... paper. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna. Yeah, I wanna. I wanna hit this dude. Okay. So you attempt to just like punch him in the back of the head as he's running away. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on, baby. I need something good. Ooh, that's a nat twenty. All right. Well, Woo! you're at you're at disadvantage because he is no longer on the ground. Um, and that is a. It's another nat. It's nineteen. Nineteen still <sighs> gonna hit though. Uh, what's your strength modifier? Oh, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. It's a it's an eighteen. Okay. I was still I was hits. reading my proficiency bonus. Yeah, my as the plus two. Plus two. All right. So, he takes a, a walloping three damage from your punch. Um, and he goes, but he still, he still has the bag. Uh, Sid. I would like to chase him down. All right. Um, he, how a, far away is he? He only got about, like, ten feet away. He is probably thirty feet away from the, fl- the flight of stairs that leads down. Cool. I'd like to pull out my grappling hook. I would try to grapple him. Okay. <laughs> Give me a straight dexterity roll at disadvantage. Cool. <laughs> okay, also, if you guys kill this guy in a bar fight, I'm gonna be super mad. He'll be fine. Um, uh, what's... Dirty. Dirty 20. At disadvantage, even. Yeah, 17... Wow, alright. So the grappling hook goes hurling at this guy. He's only like 10 feet away, but where do you want to have grappled him? Like, around one of his legs, or two, if I can make that Okay. Do you want it to have, like, wrapped around and cinched, or do you want the hooks to be in his flesh? Uh, when you say cinched, what what do you mean, like? Do you want the grapple part to have, like, caught the rope, or caught him? Ideally, I would have wanted to it to catch the rope, but I'm also drunk. So, with with like, that high of a roll, though, I think I leave it up to you. Okay, uh, catch the rope. Okay, so you catch him by the leg, and now you yeah. have this guy lassoed. Grawl, what do you do? Um, I want to put him in a full Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, <my> so <laughs> yeah. you want to stumble up at him and try to get him into a full Nelson? Yeah. Oh my God. Great. <laughs> going so well. So, you need to make contested strength rolls with this guy. Specifically athletics, okay. if you have it. I got his leg! Don't worry! 
He's not going anywhere. God. Okay. Is this a disadvantage still? I will say because Sid has him lassoed, mm-hmm. that you would have advantage, but your drunkenness cancels that out, so it'll just be a straight roll. Okay. In that case, it's a dirty 20. What Woo! the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, you rolled a you guys fire just, ass. You guys should just do this whole campaign drunk, honestly. <laughs> so he rolled a 17, so he's struggling and try trying to escape as you just come up behind him and get him into a full Nelson, the deadliest of moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he will shout, my one weakness, a full Nelson. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And on his turn, he will attempt to struggle free. Grawl, give me another athletics check. Mm. It's a five. (laughs) So with his seven, he just barely breaks out. God. And manages to just, like, flex and get away from your your locking grip. And he's trying to hobble away, but then the rope catches. Sid, give me a strength check to see if this guy drags you or you drag him. Okay. Oh, that's fucked. Uh, strength. Fifteen. Son of a bitch. (laughs) So with his (laughs) fourteen, he trips and falls face first onto the ground. This comedy of errors continuing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> a small plate in in like chairs and tears' room just falls off, just like just a little bit. Uh, I just like roll and grab the grab the purse. The purse goes sailing down the hallway. Oh. Misty step. <laughs> <laughs> The best oh, use yeah. of, of our of spell slots. Oh my god. You teleport down and you're almost <laughs> you teleport fast enough to where you grab the purse before it even hits the ground. Oh, Hell yeah. So cool. I got it. That's fine. <laughs> or do you? Give me a reflex saving throw. <laughs> he just grabs it and then falls on his face. <laughs> uh yeah. It's a five. Again. <laughs> so, like, the worst hacky sack player ever, you just, like, forehead this bag of platinum down onto your chest and then off a knee and then it just splats on the floor in front of you. Uh, pick it up and I dip. <laughs> Sid, do you do anything? This guy is on the ground. You have a rope around his leg. Uh, I'd like to try and tie his hands behind his back. <laughs> Just call for something. This is the best. <laughs> They're not going to be able to. Fuckers. Won't be able to hear us over the party. Give Honestly, me this a is the best solution. <laughs> contested athletics roll. Okay. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Probably not. Uh. <laughs> uh six. All right. Yeah. He's gonna wheel around and just punch you right in the throat. Ooh. And he is going to deal, let's see, three bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. At which point, the door just to your left opens. 
and this huge seven foot tall rock skinned very distraught looking Goliath <laughs> in a nighty. Yeah. And he's got one of those eye masks like dangling around his neck. He is wearing loose cloth pants and no shirt showing off a set of abs that look like individual cliff faces. Would you say he's chiseled? I would, in fact. (laughs) Like, literally chiseled. Um. He will reach down, Sid, grab you by the back of the shirt, lift you off of the thug, kick the thug in the head, the guy will immediately go limp, (laughs) <laughs> he will stare down over at Grawl who is just kind of like staring like I can't hold all of this platinum I didn't catch Shakar <laughs> <laughs> J- the Binder will let out a low growl place you down on your slightly wavering feet Sid mm. And then go back into his room and close the door. <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> hey, listen, I love you guys, but you're so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man, this is, a, this is fine. This is fun. This is a classic adventure. <laughs> uh, typical typical uh, Thursday night. All right. You gather your down. platinum and head back to your rooms. I want to I get a good look at this guy's face so I can remember, just in case. Okay, he is very unconscious on the ground in front of Shikar's room. Should we... Brawl, come here. What? 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 Should we leave a note? He's gonna... What? I don't know how long he's gonna be out, right? Should I'd we leave say a, a note? bit. What, what do you... For the cleaning people? What, what, do, you, what do you want me to I say? I don't know. I think he's, we should drag him downstairs rob, and... Tried to rob us, you know? What? So you want us to just leave him there and like wait for him to wake up and so he gets away with it? What do you? We, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. It's nighttime. No one's coming up here to like, like what? check and see if everyone's like Gucci, fam. So what? I don't, I don't know the words you just said, but <laughs> Grawl doesn't know either. Grawl has no idea what just came out of his mouth. I think, I think he just, just coined spoke a phrase. Yeah, he just coined a phrase. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty Sorry. sure you were speaking Abyssal just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one is coming to make sure that everyone is Gucci, fam. <laughs> so now we know what that sounds like. Yeah. So, so, so what should we do? I think we should tie him up and yeah. then go take him downstairs to to Rosanna and let is her she know. Awake? I don't remember. I mean, it, so is there sound still coming from like downstairs? Oh yeah, They're still popping oh, off. Yeah, cool. That's why nice. no one could hear us whooping ass. Yeah, yeah. You are also two stories up. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we could. We're gonna get him downstairs. No. <laughs> I don't want to. No, <laughs> please don't. No. I don't want to do that. I'll say so, uh, as you're having this like whispered, very much not whispered conversation. Mm-hmm. A burly half orc will come up the stairs, who
who is wearing a smock that kind of indicates that they work here and will <gasps> look down the hallway and say, we had uh, reports of a disturbance up here. Yeah, this, this guy tried to mug us. He tried You're beautiful. To all right, all right. And he'll come up and he'll just, like, grab the guy by the collar and start dragging him down the stairs. Thank you! You have a beautiful establishment! Yeah, we like it's a good place. It's our number one favorite place in the, all of the places. Yeah. Night and night. Good and interaction. I try, <laughs> I try to high five. I try to high five girl. Yes. When you, when you put your hand you, down, put your hand down. I I high five you straight in the face. Great, and I give you a big old bear hug. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Yeah. So I, I said feel like I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, don't throw up on me, please. Mm, no promises. Speaking of which, mm. yes. So yes. you make it back to your rooms, money safe in tow. <sighs> Cherish. I'm gonna roll like, gonna yeah. roll like shit for the rest of the night. Yep. <laughs> you are the first to wake up in the morning. Exactly eight hours have passed since you took a shot of some kind of alcohol. Mm -hmm. You remember everything that happened while you were unconscious. So, like, like tears are carrying me up the stairs and... Yes. You even remember the sounds of fighting that were happening outside your room. Weird. It's weird. Oh, all the so embarrassing like snuggling time. we did. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fine. It's not like you were awake while it was happening. It's just that when you wake up, it's like remembering a dream, except you remember the entire course of events. Am I not, and I'm not, like, hungover or anything? Nope, you're fine. Damn it. The alcohol seemed to have had no effect on you. Ah. Yeah, I think that's like, she's like, oh, so it j- Okay. 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 You mixer. Well. Shoot. God, is that going to happen with every alcoholic drink I have? There's only one way to find out. There's only one way to find I should have had a much- I should not have had a very, very strong drink. It probably wasn't the the best way to go about that scientifically. I mean, you assumed that it wasn't going to affect you, so I mean, I would have I would have made the same same choice. So eventually, the night passes. Mm-hmm. You all have you all get various amounts of rest. Come the morning, it is now the eighteenth day of shade. You have recovered your. Spell slots and hit points. You feel ready to confront whatever challenges may await you in, as the weekend starts and you are but two days away from the mayor's cotillion. I think it is there that we will take our break. And when we return, I think the rest of you are going to have to figure out what you're going to do with two days worth of nothing. Ugh. Shopping! From the personal journal of Zenerva Arkantol. The following letter was found on the young tiefling girl, Cherish Ironstrike, 
when she was rescued from the depths of Bator by the god thief. I have been unable to confirm its veracity, but it has deepened my suspicions about the current state of affairs. I will need to move up the date of the summit to before Ember's end. The letter reads as follows. My daughter, if you are reading this, then that sweet fool Omatep and his monkey accomplished the impossible. You are safe somewhere on the prime material. I pray he found you a good home, though anywhere is better than here. You probably have so many questions about who I am and where you are from. In the little time I have to write this, I will tell you what I can. My name is Arate Valmarad, and I am your mother. Ours is a proud and noble line. We are protectors and guardians. Your ancestors defended the prime material and the myriad of worlds beyond from threats of terrible power and scale. This is but half your legacy. Your father, I dare not write his name in this place. He is the lord of this realm and knows much of what passes within it. I know of but a few blind spots in this cold layer of the hells, but it is through one such crack in your father's defenses that I shall secret you away. I am bound by ancient oaths and a fiendish pact to stay in this place, but know that, in all likelihood, I am alive. Knowing that you may yet live a life free of all which I speak is perhaps the greatest joy. My love for you is the thing I will most cherish and it is a flame that no fiend-born glacier can quench. There is no doubt in my mind that your power will one day bloom to rival both I and your father. Because of this, you must work doubly hard to conceal your true strength. A time will come when you may confront all of this with confidence, but for now, trust only in the magic that surges within your blood. It will see you and those you love to safety. Treat not with the nine hells. Seek not the blood war. Beware the children of Cania. Most of all, trust none that would call you sister. Know that you are loved, my daughter. Signed, Arate Valmarad. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had a bit of a drunken evening, and nothing bad happened at all to any of the party members. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. As far as we know. <clears throat> the next morning, you find yourselves stepping over several unconscious bodies throughout the called shot, finding your way to breakfast. Seems as though there are certain people who partied a little too hard. Asking after the drunken ingrate who tried to steal your money the previous evening, you eventually find out that apparently someone was saying, maybe a little too loud, hey, that guy's putting money in people's pockets, and some people maybe paid a little too hard attention to that. God, it just... Grosso strikes again. I know. God, Grosso's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I never shared that information with you before. We're also south there. 
He means business. <laughs> the cook who is there at the morning of the called shot is pushed to a pure agony of creative endeavor as he creates an omelet for whoever wants <gasps> one. Dang. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. And so as it's achieving the highest culinary art form that can possibly be imagined, at least by this furbolg, you eat breakfast and discuss what you want to do with the rest of your day. Maybe. I'm assuming Lisman's still with us. He just turned off his camera. Yes. Okay. Um. Um. We're gonna need clothes for the party. Yes, we are. Uh, do we? Do we want to attempt to go back to the? Go back to what? The gazebo. You know, the one that he chased us away from. I am... I am so done having this conversation. Okay, so this is still happening. Cool. (laughs) No, no. Okay. We're not going back there. Because one, Uh it was gaudy. Two, I don't wanna. Okay, that's fair. You were the one who worked there. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Three. It's just yeah, odd no, that he doesn't spooky. want us to go there. He's very spooky. It's yeah, he's he very spooky. said it was a memorial. I just... And you know what? From the look of it, it actually looked like a memorial. It, there was a couple of rings there that had names on it. It, was, it told a story, but I'm too dense to understand it. Yeah, but if it's a vampire, like, a memorial does not necessarily mean, like, dead, dead. It's just very suspicious. That's yeah. all. Yeah. But we're I mean, not going back there clearly yeah, I just because don't, I don't see it, so I feel like we could put a fork in this one for a bit. Which is exactly what the phrase is. Is yeah. what is it? Um We can hmm? put a fork in it. There's a we could take see this fork right here? We could take yeah. this fork and put it in, in the gazebo. No, we can't because we're not going back to the gazebo. <laughs> I'm, All right, I'm, well then... I'm joking. There's no, we're not putting a fork in the gazebo. I'm not going near that thing. It spooked me. Well, then what are we going to do for the next two days? I suggest shopping. I will not be going to some hoity-toity party looking like an idiot. More so than I already do. Mm-hmm. What are we going to You have been wanting to go shopping since we got here, and we've been kind of sidetracked. So I, I do think we should also go shopping. It's important that we all get to, you know, do stuff that we want to do. We need to stock up on supplies. Um, I'm assuming a party or whatever. Uh, we're going to be checking out that compound. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's still a thing. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to need some supplies for that. Um, maybe just see what Olmatep had anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not going to be the two days, you know, a lot of right, time. Right, exactly. We can just, you know, do some short scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what's a scene. 
I'm just... Flawless. I'm also concerned about all this fiendish activity going on with Ch Cherish, with Bounty, and... I mean, do you know of anybody in town who might know anything about that? I don't... It's... It's, it's like so, like there's other tieflings who live here, obviously, but like, yeah. like I, I don't know, like who do I know? Like I know Sasha, but she doesn't like to talk about tiefling stuff. And I mean, mostly, like I think I, I say, like what I say is like, well, I, usually with tieflings, there's not such a close connection to hell. It's it's usually like a generational thing. So I, yeah, I, or even just a contract that a a regular family member made, you know, who knows how long ago. Frankly, I want to talk to Omatep again about it, see if I can get anything else out of him. But Cherish, give me a history roll. Okie dokie. That's uh, a sixteen. Sixteen. You would also know that, while maybe not specifically knowing about devil stuff, there is someone who lives on the the edges of town who is <gasps> definitely oh. more of a mystical bent. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? I don't remember. Old Morigana. <laughs> Old Morigana, the Aarakocra lady. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I bet, actually... Most people in town kind of avoid her. She's kind of the creepy old lady who lives on the edge of town. She is supposedly a fortune teller of some kind, but mm -hmm. kind of on the down low, people also go to her for more mystical cures or advice where the arcane is concerned. I bet there is a gal who lives kind of on the edge of town. She's probably still around. Um, I could go talk to her if anybody wants to come. Yeah. I don't well. know what we're doing. I mean, we got that. plenty of time. Yeah. We got two days. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So I have visiting Duskwalker Import and Export. We have going to go see the Aarakrokra Seer. Anything Ooh. else you would like to accomplish in those two days? I mean, I'm assuming girls' shopping was also more of a yeah. general, like, clothes shopping going to a yeah. haberdashery. Makeover, 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 makeover. Does Omatep <laughs> sell normal clothes or just clothes that turn you into other things? He is a purveyor of the fantastical and the amazing and the magical. There is that sounds like something Grawl wants to wear. There is nothing mundane about the items sold in Dusk Import and Export. At least if you ask Omatep. Okay. Yeah. So, like, there's some Alexander McQueen in there, but, like, that's going to cost all that. No. <laughs> it, hey, it ups your charisma score by, like, a lot. Yeah. Gives you a 19. <laughs> um, I would like to find somewhere to, like, get rid of this money. I don't have to keep carrying it around. Somewhere that I feel good about putting. Um, mm -hmm. a bunch of platinum into. Um, Cherish, you mentioned Orphanarium. Mm -hmm. I'm not a 
fan of those, but if you think that's not a bad idea, then, you know, I'd I guess I'd rather they have it than me. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it isn't a bad idea, and also spending it at Omataps isn't a bad idea either. Like, we could get some pretty good healing potions that don't turn us into plants. Hey, hey, don't knock it till you try it. Hey, I'm not saying it was bad. You got a, you seemed to get really revitalized, but I almost said you got a lot of HP back, but A, I wouldn't know that, and B, that's a silly thing to say in character. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know. So, you think it's a good idea to spend that money ourselves? I feel kind of icky about it. Cherish, it was a gift I... from the mayor. From a good, good friend. A good, good friend. Oh, that's um, true. Yeah, you uh... And uh... using it to help ourselves isn't. I mean, you know, we're adventurers, right? We need to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Hmm. So you after you finish. Tears, oh, sorry. Sorry, I was gonna say tears. Do you do you agree? I think. I think money is often best when given away. Okay. So, what is the first order of business? Um, I think uh, we should do any clothes shopping last. I think that'd be a nice thing to end on. Aracocra, lady? Yeah, because like, we need a banana, right? Uh, yeah. So we might well, as those well... Are, those are hard to find, right? No, I'm just saying yeah. like we might as well, if we're going to be in... T I mean, she's on the edge of town, so like maybe we could get the banana first and then go there and then go to Omatev's. Like, okay. do the ritual kind of close by to her. Okay. Sounds good to me. That tracks, yeah. All right. Yeah. So you fairly fairly easily find a fruit stall early in the morning where you can buy a banana if you so choose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are shockingly cheap here as yeah. opposed to everywhere else you've purchased a banana. Here they are 5 copper. Well, yeah, I'll buy that. Okay. You, Cherish, don't precisely know where old Morgana lives. You know she has this kind of cart that moves around the edge of town a little bit. She's usually out on the road somewhere out, moving among the steads. She never stays anywhere for long. And you don't actually know how her cart really moves. You just know that it's this big... It's called a Vardo. It's this big kind of like house on wheels. And it co is constantly moving around the periphery of Blue Gulch. Hmm. Is there yeah. a way of like do is there like some sort of not a posting but any sort of network for people who are trying to find her? You could ask around. Although most people don't go to her, right? They're 
Most people won't admit to going to her. Uh, Maybe we should just go to the edge of town and talk to Omatep first and then see if we can find her. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Alright. So you head towards the edge of town and perform the Duskwalker import and export ritual? Yeah. yeah. I think I do stop by Calc- uh, Iron Strike Metalworks. Like, I think the the direction we go out of town is past Iron Strike Metalworks. Okay, so and in a southwesterly direction? Yeah, yeah, so I pop in really quick and be like, hey, mom, I'm not dead, okay, bye. Or in a southeasterly <laughs> direction, I should say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, Calcan is working, working out in the forge, and she says, well, that's good. <laughs> God, I love her. <laughs> She's the greatest. I love you, bye. <laughs> Rosanna said you had a good time last night. Yeah, we did, I think. <laughs> Reminds me of home. When she says that, it's clear that Calcan, at some point, went over to the called shot and checked in on you. Yeah, okay, good. So you move towards the edge of town, and where do you perform the ritual? Just in an alley somewhere in the middle of the road? Probably in an alley. Restaurant, yeah. bathroom? Just no. Slice your hand open in a marketplace, it's fine. Do it, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so in an alleyway somewhere, you bust out the chalk, you create a circle, you put down the banana, who gives up five gold? I'll do it. That's okay. fine. Put down and I'll do gold. blood too. That's and you drip a little bit of blood in the circle. You wait, and there's a, a long beat as you're just like, okay, don't think there's any. Last time this didn't work, you, there was danger around that you weren't aware of. Possibly in the form of bounty hunters, you're not sure. But this time, you wait a long beat. And then you hear a scrabbling sound above you, and leaping off of the wooden frame of a roof that's only one story is Alexander. Everybody's favorite Capuchin. He swirls down a a little sconce, lands in the alley, moves over to the circle, just like scoping around, nodding, sees all of you, gives you a little wave. Hi. Walks over to the banana. Starts munching on it as he's just, like, counting the gold with a little monkey paw. Just like, one, two, three, four, five. Um, he's pretty quickly sc- scarfing the banana and then stuffs the, the gold into the banana peel, twists it up, and tucks it under one arm. And then he gestures to all of you to follow. All right. I'll follow him anywhere. <laughs> he begins leading you through the city, and eventually you reach a place a few blocks away, and... Cherish, where you know for a fact that this is the back of a small woodworking shop. There is sawdust everywhere, and there are scrap pieces of wood just just strewn about the back of this store. But also, where the back door of this place should be is a green door flanked by lamps, above which is a garish sign with a dozen different typefaces that reads Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Hmm. And as per usual, Alexander will lead you over to the door and then look at you expectantly. I think it's... I'm going to say Cherish opens the door, and as she's opening it, and she definitely is like, I've got to ask him 
what the, like, matrix of deciding where this door pops up is. Like, I... Slightly to the left. <laughs> what is the programming on this? <laughs> As per usual, you walk through the doors, Alexander depositing the gold into the pneumatic tube and the banana peel into the giant pile of banana peels that say cool. artisanal banana peels, one gold apiece. And then leads you through the the warehouse-like vaulted areas of Dustwalker Import and Export. As you wander through these huge, tall racks of fantastical items, things suspended from the ceiling above you, things behind glass, things on cases, things on racks, boxes of things, crates of things, barrels of things, things that you don't have descriptions for, things you've never seen before, all of it magical, some of it cursed, and a lot of it for sale. <laughs> Name me something you see that you definitely can't afford. Okay, I'll go first, because I actually have something this time. Um, so, there is, behind a glass case, there are a pair of sandals, uh, and they are, like, gold in color, and they look like they, they're made of metal, but they can't possibly be, because they're just their shoes. Um, and they're sitting on, like, a little stand, but the straps of the sandals aren't like lying flat they're curled up around as if they were attached to someone's legs uh and there are little wings on the uh the soles of them coming up like uh through the heels and they're just so aesthetically pleasing <laughs> the disturbing part is is that they are definitely filled out as though there are feet in those sandals and there yeah. definitely are not yeah um, I have one too. It's actually a full rack of uh, little glass bottles, and every bottle is filled with a different color. It's like almost a plasma y type of light. The, the best description that Tirza can think of is like if a person's soul was in a bottle, that's what it would look like. She the, doesn't look like she look at it for very long. <laughs> the sign on the rack says Animus Materia slightly used. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Good, 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 good. Um Sid finds a decently large snow globe. Uh and he looks at it. He sees a little Little people walking around it, little, little little things. It's like, hmm. He shakes it, and then they start running around all frantically. And he puts it down like he broke it. There are tiny little screams coming from inside. <laughs> There's a label on one of the buildings: General Hospital. <laughs> oh, I wonder what he sees in there. No, it's Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, Saint Elsewhere. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh, Grawl finds a, um, a, like, a bust, uh, like, statue, uh, on a little, like, pedestal kind of thing, um, and, like, he walks by it, and he swears it rotated and turned to follow him. He turns back and goes and looks at it, and, like, all of a sudden, like, the nose looks different. It looks like his nose. <laughs> he starts leaving again. He hears, like, a... <clears throat> he turns back and, like, 
the the statue has like little hobgoblin teeth coming in like, like <laughs> slightly rotated he keeps going back and he starts trying to have a conversation with it but nothing happens and every time he looks back to it it looks a little bit more like him the birth of Grolso. <laughs> no <laughs> no 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 <laughs> eventually you do find your way to that Basically, Eldritch 7-Eleven at the center of this place. That strange... Oh, what would it be even described as? Some kind of bodega for the weird and the unnatural. There's a glass counter at the back, and sitting back there, counting out gold in these little stacks of ten, uh, is Omatep Duskwalker himself, this small, bald man, completely devoid of hair, wearing what looks like a tattered gray gi of some kind with the sleeves ripped off. And he is poking through gold, and he'll see you approach, and he'll throw up his arms, and the gold will scatter a little bit, and he'll say, Ah, my friends, welcome, welcome! Uh, gi give me a moment, I must uh, cl clean up! And he'll scooch all the gold into what looks like a bag with a big mouth, and you swear you hear slurping as the gold goes into the bag. Tasty. And he'll set that aside and say, Aha, Welcome, welcome! What brings you to my fine shop this day? Uh, shopping? Yeah. Mostly. Excellent, because the last couple of times I wasn't so sure. I'm assuming you have uh, money to spend? We do. Mm. Excellent, that is a good first step. Also, some questions. Oof. Information and magical items, those are two things I sell in great amounts. Good. So, what kind of magical items can I interest you in? Did you come back for that folding boat? Not quite. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I really thought about it. I thought about it. Okay. Or is it Sid, just healing you... potions again? Sid, why don't you... Show Omatep what we have. See if he can verify. Verify? I mean... Oh, no, I guess I wouldn't. I Because, I, I, yeah, like... Why would a good, good friend would a give good, you good friend give us fake money? money? That's true. Never mind. Hold on. Rewind. I don't know if I want to... Uh, Show Omatep how much yeah, money actually, we have. I don't Let's... think I would be allowed to leave. If I, <laughs> if I okay, pretend I didn't say anything. Okay. Um... Well, um, we do have some more funds than we did last time, so, uh, I don't know, do you have anything new? Do I? Well, let's just stick with what's in the bodega here for now, and perhaps, uh, if you're looking for anything specific, we can discuss that for, uh, after I've shown you my new wares. So, Omatep begins showing you around. The bodega itself consists of six perpendicular shelves, each of which have a, a random assortment of items on them. There's also the glass case, which is a sales counter, underneath which is a sequence of stones that are floating gently in the air. Ooh. When he sees you admiring the stones floating in the case, he says, Well, I suppose we can start here. This is, of course, a standard magical item that I always have in stock, though I warn you, they are a little pricey. And these are, of course, Ayun stones. Ayun stones? What do they, what do, they do? What don't they do, Sid, my lad? There is an Ayun stone for everything. 
You simply take the stone, and he'll reach down into the case and grab this little green stone. It seems like a thimble-sized stone, and he'll flick it up towards his head, and it will begin just spinning slowly around his head. And he'll say, and just like that, you have yourself an Ayun stone. Each one is different, and each one gives you a special property once you have attuned to it. And he'll look over at a uh, small little hourglass that is seems to be ticking upwards as gl- sand is slowly rising up one grain at a time, and a couple of grains will pass by, and he'll say, Ah, and just like that I am attuned. One of the many marvels of Duskwalker import and export TM. Right. And with so this cool. particular Ayun stone, I no longer need to eat. Ooh. Huh. Yes, very That's useful. Really useful. Thankfully, I still can eat, so I can enjoy, you know, the good things right. in life, like donuts and pizza and french fries. What? What, what are those? Don't worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> and he'll pluck the stone away from his head, and it'll gently, f- he'll gently, like, scoot it back into the case, and he says, and that's just the basic ones. Higher level one, greater powered ones, will do all sorts of things. Make your attack stronger, make your abilities more, just more, you know. Some of them improve your proficiency with, well, everything. Ah. Some of them make you more charismatic, some of them make you stronger. Oh. Uh, how much? How much for uh, for these? Well, the Ayun stones. It really depends on the kind you want. Right. What about uh, what about the one that just makes us more proficient with everything? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's cheap. That is, of course, the Ayun stone of mastery. Unfortunately, this one is, uh, well, it is one of a kind, at least as far as I know. Oh. It is rather expensive. I couldn't let go for it for any less than, hmm, 25,000 gold. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 You have to understand, it makes you good at literally everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. It's, I mean, it's, it's reasonable. Yeah. Of course, there are less ridiculous ones. We have uh, here, and he'll pluck out this clear crystalline little octahedron and flick it up towards his head, and it'll begin spinning around slightly, and he says, And this is the Ayun Stone of Intellect. It actually makes you smarter when you wear it. That's weird. Like this right now? (laughs) Give it a second. Give it a second. I can now do pi out to, like, 30 digits. Oh, that's... Uh, yeah, pa- that's a math thing. Like, that exists in fan- in the fancy world. Yeah, that's impressive. I think Cher should probably be the only one to actually know, I know what it is. I was just about to say... I'm, yeah. No, and she's like, I can rest impressive. Like Pecan? Or... And he'll take the stone off of his head and say, Yes, Sid, just like Pecan. Pecan. Maybe Sid needs the... He'll pull, he'll pull a dark purple stone out of the case, and it's like a, a rough prism that is a, a elongated pyramid of some kind. And he says, and this is a less rare one, maybe a little bit more in your price range. This is the Ayun Stone of Awareness. 
while you are wearing this particular stone, you can't be surprised by literally anything. I could show you an ooze that will eat your memories and become you, and it wouldn't shock you. That's shocking. (laughs) Yeah. But if you were wearing the stone, it wouldn't be. Now, 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 how much would that one cost? The Iun Stone of Awareness? Well, Mm -hmm. this is pretty handy. Nothing can sneak up on you when you are wearing one of these, or at least not take you by surprise. It doesn't let you see invisible people, you know. Just, you know, make sure they don't have the drop on you. I think I could part with it for a mere eh, 3,000 gold. Mm-hmm. 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 But anyway... Tirza, fl- Tirza is, like, looking at Sid. Like, looking at Sid. Like... <laughs> Uh-huh. And of yeah. course, he'll flick the stone back in the case and say, and of course, there are ones that make you more dexterous and improve your constitution. There's an Ayun stone for practically anything. Uh, just, just curious, what was our total platinum left? Um, we have 905 platinum left. 905? 975. We have a bit left. Yeah, I believe you've only spent uh, a piddling amount. Yeah. 25, yeah. 25. <sighs> yeah, so we effectively have 9,250 9, gold pieces. Yep. Mm-hmm. We should have gone here after record, I think. This is going to be very tempting. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, we can't. We he'll, we can't. We can't afford that the the proficiency one still. But oh oh, absolutely not. Not even close. Yeah. He'll flick um, the the stone back into the case and says, "But anyway, those are Ion stones. Let's show you something uh, more unique. The Ion stones are great, but honestly, they're not going anywhere. They're not extremely hot ticket items." Hmm. And he'll move you over to a rack of. Different things. There's a wand, a long, wicked-looking knife. There is a silvery rod with what looks like the heads of charging horses on either end. There is a long axe with with what looks like a wicked-looking jagged-toothed face worked into the blade. There is a long silvery sword that looks like it's out of a storybook or something. Ooh. And there is a series of wicked-looking barbed arrows. What's that wand do? Ah, you have a fine eye. That is, of course, a wand of magic missile. A classic. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. What about the arrows? Oh, those are... uh, Well, honestly, I just call them plus one arrows because they're like arrows, but just like, you know, plus one. (laughs) (laughs) They do a little bit more. A little bit more oomph. How about this? And I point at the really cool fancy sword. Oh, Sid, my boy, you have a fine eye, do you not? That is a weapon of legend and mystery. It is called... Dragon Slayer. 
It is said that this enchanted longsword is made to slay dragons. Mm. Of course, you don't have much use for that in the valley, seeing as there's really only the one. But... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just chilling. Not yeah. doing anything. He's not, he's not, yeah, he's fine. Definitely um, not destined to kill one of us. It's fine. Hey, um, there's one, one way to get eaten, am I right? Is it... <laughs> I am also told that it can kill any kind of, like, sub-dragon types, you know, like drakes or wyverns, things of that nature. But I've honestly never tested it, because I don't feel like going out and sticking giant lizards. Fair. Yeah. Very fancy. How about this, and I point at the, the dagger. What about that? Ooh, another fine choice. That is, of course, a dagger of warning. Hmm. Much like the Ioun stone before... When you have this item attuned, it will prevent you from being surprised. But wow. it will also let you act a lot faster in combat. You certainly have the uh, an advantage to the initiative you'll be taking. <laughs> it's always good. Yeah. Yeah, I could use more <laughs> initiative. Um, wow. How much, how, much, how much for the dagger? The dagger, I think I could part with for a mere 4,000 gold. Oof, okay, okay, okay. Oh, Omatep, um, do you remember back, uh, during your, um, clear ant sale? <laughs> yes, of course. There was, Those uh... ants were fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see if I wrote down that thing that I liked, because there was that cool sword that was invisible for, like, an inch, and then there was some sort of fire thing, but I don't remember what it was. I, I'm yeah. I'm also the lightning lance that uh, either Sid or Grawl used against the Abishai. It was twas I. Ah. Oh, so you're I looking for it was you, the javelin I... of lightning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is a very fine weapon indeed. I don't have the improved one you used last time, but I could definitely probably scrounge up a javelin of lightning somewhere. As for the items you were speaking of, Cherish, you want the scimitar of speed and the uh, flame staff. The flame staff was what I was uh, what I was thinking of. I'm not proficient with scimitars. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that staff indeed—a a powerful magical artifact. You must understand. It is. Oh, yeah, of course. The staff of fire. Harvested myself from the charcoal pines, enchanted mm-hmm. by a sorcerer who I happen to uh, have a working relationship with. It is a very powerful magical artifact. I could not part with it for less than, mm, I would say, 6,000 gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it is very powerful indeed. Let you cast all manner of fire-based spells without actually, you know, consuming your own strength. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Sid, I mean, I think I think Cherish is kind of like whispering to Sid, like, you know, the mayor did give it to you, so it's it's up to you. Nice. I, I don't particularly need the money, but. God, I feel weird about spending it though, isn't it? Oh God. <laughs> Do we have any, like, uh, maybe some... Oh! Oh! Omatap. 
Yes. What if I wanted to jump real good? <laughs> Jumping real good, my friend? That yeah. I can help you with. Come, follow me. And he'll okay. take you over to a small rack that looks as though it is made of a bunch of hands. Okay. Most of them are wood. Some of <laughs> okay. them definitely aren't. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> uh, yay. And each of the hands are showing off different rings. Okay. And he'll move over to one hand that is probably made of stone, or it might be a petrified hand. Either way, he pulls a ring off, and it seems to be made of bands of green metal of some kind. And he'll hold it up to the light and say, And this is a ring of jumping. Ooh. Very useful item. While wearing this ring, your jump distance is tripled. Oh, shit. Oh. That's In the words of a caveman I once knew, jump good. <laughs> um, how often does it allow me to jump good? Sid, it's a magic ring. You always jump good. How, mu how much for the ring? Well, for a ring of this nature, I would probably part with it for 2,500 gold. Okay. Om Omatep? Yes, Tirsa. Do you have any... Th Do you have any items that are useful against the undead? Useful against the undead? Well, I was just showing you a rack of weapons, so... <laughs> but if you're asking specifically against the undead... Tirsa. I've got two enemies who are undead, y'all. <laughs> Oh, I was talking about Rashad. We're pretty he's sure he's not. dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. He is fun dead, okay? <laughs> well, that's that staff of flame that uh, the Cherish was asking after would certainly help against the undead, I'll tell you what. But if you're wanting something that is specifically useful against the undead, well... Um... And he'll kind of, like, look you up and down, and he say, How offended, on a scale of one to really, would you be if I happened to have the bones of a saint? Not a Jarashir saint, so it's fine, right? <laughs> yep, that is how that works. <laughs> and that... Hypothetically and there, speaking. For, it's... Are you suggesting selling uh, the... Sacred. Based on your reaction, no, no, I am not. It's it's not a it's not a Jarashir saint. You said. I don't think so. How would one tell? The bones aren't exactly labeled, hypothetically speaking. Are there any? Are there any magical slash religious forensic anthropologists that could tell? Uh, actually, that there might be. That might be a thing, um, in the Divine Athenium. Uh, oh, and true. what exactly does that do against the undead? Well, you powder those bones up, you sprinkle that powder on some of your weapons, and it'll deal some holy damage, I'll tell you. Good, 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 good. And it's only a little desecration, because the bones are already in my possession. 
I mean, he's got a point. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tears is just, just, just nodding, just nodding, and nothing else. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I'll have to think about that one. Very well. And he'll wander over to a another shelf, and it has a series of bags on it. And I'll say, and of course, over here we have our fine new selection of bags that have just come in. Very stylish. We have a bag of tricks, we have a bag of holding, we have a bag of beads of force, we have a bag full of... And he'll look inside of it and it's like, whoa, <laughs> well, that's not supposed to be here. And he'll lift out this black onyx figurine of what looks like a big dog. <laughs> I want it. He'll say, <laughs> figurine of power, very nice to have. I think Cherish starts like kind of whapping Sid on the arm when he does bag of holding. Uh, how much for the bag of holding? Oh, bag of holding? Ah, there are a dime a dozen. Thousand gold. Yeah, okay. 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 That's like, that's like doable, right? That's... I mean, it's only a hundred plant pieces. Right, and that's still like... 875. 875 for, you know, for charity. <laughs> sure, yeah, I don't know. Your money. <laughs> My name's Cherish. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't say that. You would all know that the mayor implied that the money was for everybody. It wasn't just for Sid. Yeah. Sid was just the one who accepted it with open arms. I think he hugged the bag. Get a little yes. kiss, too. I, I, I took a, a good whiff of one of the coins. <laughs> mm. Real platinum. Um, okay. What do you guys think? I wouldn't be opposed to it. Cheers, I it's your money I know that Mike just said that we but, yeah, the mayor implied too. but it's Sid's money <laughs> uh, I I pull Tears like over like away from Omatep Look, I'm. I want to do the right thing here, uh, but I don't know what that is, and you seem like you know what the right thing is. So, like, when I ask you, like, I'm I'm really asking your opinion on this. Uh. I I don't like the idea of us being bought. Yeah. Especially with the weird way Cherish is acting. Yeah. It just makes me uncomfortable. But I I know I'm sort of the stuffy, uptight one, so I don't know if that's just 
I think you have better instincts for doing what's right than you think you do. Yeah. And I'm going to make one thing clear. It's not that you're stuffy, okay? You you just... You know what you're talking about, and we need somebody to keep us, you know, on track and morally, you know. Because it's not going to be me. It's not going to be Grawl. And I thought it was going to be first met her, but clearly not her. I yeah. yeah, that is really weird. I won't end his money. Thank you, Sid. Um, so I come back to... I'm like... While you were gone, Omatep is has taken Grawl to the side and says, Look, I know you are after wizard spell books before, yes? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no. Yes. Go, go on. I always keep an eye out for those in need. It seems you have a little bit of money under your belt now, yes? I, I I don't have it under my belt. He has it over there. Well, it's the money. Yeah. Well, is it party funds or does it all belong to Sid? You know, it's kind of up in the air at the moment. I really don't know. <laughs> well. Hey, you didn't hear that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Either Anyways, way, it's really up in the air right now. I really don't know. <laughs> I have a bit of a new acquisition that might interest uh-huh. you. And he'll shuffle over to a shelf, and you see it has a, a small little section of books, and he'll pull one off the shelf and hold it out to you and say, This was acquired semi-recently off of a, a young wizard who, well, let's just say he gave up the trade. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Good. Good. It could be yours for the low, low price of 4,000 gold. There's not much going on in this spell book, I warn you, but it is a spell book. Hmm. I was actually a uh, little, little less uh, looking for books, not really looking for reading material, don't have a lot of time at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, More of an audiobook, man, I get it. <laughs> I don't... Uh, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm looking for, actually, is I, I've been having a lot of... Um, Someone's kind of invading my privacy lately. Oh, um, no. can't have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not like your normal privacy. They're kind of like hanging out in my head, like like it's their own kind of mm. like pad mm. to kick it. Oh. How do uh, do you have anything that can uh, stop that? Stop that specifically? Well, you know, I sort might hat. I don't know about the hat. <laughs> I don't think we but, need any more bucket hats. I want to be Magneto. <laughs> I might have something. Oh yeah, for what's you. your return policy? <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate this hat, and I don't want it anymore. I'll take it. Return policy? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, we have lost that. <laughs> it's somewhere in here. It's a fire. fire. <laughs> for the life of me, I don't know where it is. You were looking for something to stop someone from uh, invading your thoughts, yes? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I might have something that could help with that. 
several somethings, maybe. And it leads you over to another shelf, and it seems to have a bunch of amulets on it. Mm-hmm. And he'll pull one off and say, Now this one, I think, is something you could probably afford. It is an amulet of proof against detection and location. It wards you against all forms of divination magic. Such as scrying, or... Well, I mean, scrying's the big one, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. How, how, how much would that uh, run me? Oh, what's up? This one's pretty basic. It would probably only run you 500 gold. While wearing this amulet, you are, of course, immune to all forms of divination magic. You do need to attune to it, just to let you know. Okay. Now that, that's... Uh, 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 do you offer any other uh, makes and models? Perhaps, you know... Do you th- yeah, I don't know if he's using divination. Well, Sid wouldn't know anything. Never mind. Uh. Let us see. Let us see. What else do we have? Well, I mean, there is this, and he'll lift it up, and it's this kind of half-helm that comes down over the eyes a little bit, and the back of it kind of vaguely looks like brain matter, but it's worked steel of some kind. He says, this is a helm of telepathy. While using this, you have access to all manner of crazy psychic powers, and mostly you can detect people's thoughts. But you can also cast the dis- suggestion spell while you're wearing it. It doesn't exactly give you mm-hmm. protection, but it lets you fight back on the psychic level. Hmm. Okay, and how much would that be, Omatab? This one's a little bit pricier, not gonna lie. 1,500 gold. Mm-hmm. All right, Girl, I think you might be better off with the amulet. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I like the yeah, amulet more. If you need help buying the amulet, I can help you out with that. You, you sure? Yeah. So of course, if those? you're looking for the creme de la creme, and I was saving the best for last, not going to lie. Oh. I, I figured you would. He'll <laughs> wander back over to the ring section, and he'll, out of what looks like a withered mummy hand, he'll pull a ring. Mm. And the ring is a gold band with an amethyst gemstone set into it. But the gemstone looks like a brain. And he'll say, This is the ring of mind shielding. Pretty specific. Not gonna lie, but it sounds like that's kind of what you're looking for. (sighs) While you're wearing this ring, you're immune to magics that allow other creatures to read your thoughts. You're immune to magics that det- that let people determine whether or not you're lying. That's fun. And you are also aware if other creatures attempt to probe your brain. And, if you so choose, you can allow them to do so. But otherwise, they are locked out. And here comes your favorite part, I- I'm sure, is how much would that be? For the ring of mind shielding, this is no small thing, my friend. Because not only can you do all of the fun stuff with your brain, you can also use your action to make the ring itself invisible. 
so people around you won't know you're wearing it. It is a stealthy item, my friend. The price for this ring, believe it or not, is a paltry 3,500 gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So that's Alrighty then. Three hundred fifty. Three hundred fifty. Are you bar? Are we bartering now? No, no, no. That'd be three hundred fifty. Three hundred fifty platinum. Yeah. Three hundred fifty platinum. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. They were converting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. What's a better charity case? Than than our good good friend Crawl. <laughs> so, uh, what are we at right now? Did we have we purchased anything yet? No. Okay. Okay. We're, we're just looking at the bag of gold. Yeah. What What do we have without it's, the mayor's blood money? It's. I have three seventy five gold. I've got four thirty seven. I have got two hundred and like change. I've got two hundred and five. And some silver. This is just like behind Sid. The the TV show shot of this is Tirza over one shoulder and Grawl over the other, like <laughs> Devil Angel style. Uh, all right, you magic folk. Hmm. Do you think that what you know the doctor is doing? Phineas Feinbrook. Do you think that that's divination? Do you think this much, much cheaper might be good enough? I'm guessing I'm enough to make an Arcana roll for that. Um, my question is, is has Grawl told anyone the extent to which Phineas Feinbrook has been fucking with you? Well, all we know, so. all okay. we know is that so, he's so, in his head. Yes, we know he's been in his head, and we mm -hmm. know that when we were coming down to Wickmore's Landing, and Grawl was like super exhausted and out of it, we and do bleeding. know that, and bleeding from many of his facial orifices. Right. Like we know that that was because of Phineas Finebrook. Yes, but I but guess we don't know about don't the dream know. Grawl had. Yeah, right. And we don't know. We know that Phineas Finebrook was like around. And that he was in Grawl's head again. Like, I guess. I guess give me an Arcana roll. Okay. Ba I'm based on what the... little you know. Yeah, I'm going to use advantage too. Okay. I mean, even just knowing if affecting someone is in the school of divination, like affecting someone through the mind. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. I mean, I'm not the DM, but. Sure. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. What did you roll for Arcana? Uh, hold on, I haven't done it yet. Okay. Uh, I got a nat 20, so that makes it 25. Alright. And this is with Maz's help. And yes. she will say into your mind, The arts of tampering with the mind do not fall within the scope of divination. Divinators see the future. They watch the strands of fate. If you want mind magic, look to illusion, enchantment, even some evocation. 
Okay. Divination doesn't necessarily do that. So I think this ring I think this ring is going to be more helpful against because Momotep, you said it's against any kind of magic that lets get into your mind, right? That's what it says on the tag. Um. Uh. So yeah, I mean that it more falls into illusory magic and enchantment. Hmm. Well. <laughs> guess the amulet's kind of out then. I guess he wouldn't be able to see where you amulet. If if he's using divination magic to find you. I don't think he cares where I am. But I mean, if he knew where, if he knows where you are, use the other types of magic to mess with you. So if he doesn't hmm. know where you are and can't find you using magic, then he wouldn't be able to mess with so can someone use divination magic and like enchantment illusory magic oh yeah of course oh the same person okay Mm. I'm more into like evocation and setting things on fire but I could probably do an illusion spell if I wanted what about divination that seems more. I'd have to check the sorcerer spells, but I'm probably. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> I say, I think at head. least like true sight. Oh yeah, true helpful. sight. That's right. Omatep sees you all debating this, and it's just like I might be able to knock off a gold or two if I was a uh, perhaps given the right incentive. Say you were purchasing in bulk. We be, we're not. I don't even know if we're gonna have enough. If even if we pool our money together, so I, buying in bulk is not really enough. I. Grawl, this ring sounds perfect. Well, just saying. I don't like bleeding from my face, but I think we're over that hump, but he is a threat. I, oh. So all of the uh, agonizing over this that Sid was doing, now Tirzan is doing. Because, <laughs> yeah, Tirzan, Sid, she you're basically also... finishing this conversation right as Omatep got to the Ring of Mind healing, and so you're coming away from this moral absoluteness when suddenly Grawl has found a solution to his problems that cost the the paltry sum that Omatev is asking. And he says the mind bleeding thing, or the eye bleeding thing, and Tears is like, oh yeah, that was terrible. It was really bad. You have a, a distinct flashback of shouting out in rage and using an oath to Ozzy Tahaka to try to banish whatever it was that was affecting Grawl and having only Cherish caught in the crossfire. Yeah, I did do that. Again, I say, what what better charity is there? Yeah. I do... (sighs) Alright. 
we just we have to decide that the mayor almost used his real name whoops uh the mayor giving this us this money doesn't buy us it was in exchange for a service and that's that's the way it's going to be and and I mean, that's what he said. I know you're all buddy-buddy with him right now, Cherish, but I don't <laughs> think that's what he meant. Even from a friend standpoint. So how much would we have, uh, have left over if we bought Grawl this ring? 625. So we would be helping out our friend... And then we could use the rest. I know, we just had this fucking yeah. conversation. We felt so good about ourselves. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah. And now uh -huh. it's ruined. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Everything's ruined. Um, I mean, we could still donate like 600 of an amount I'm not saying like in front of yeah uh, that, but we could still we could still donate the rest. Omatep will say, I'd be more than willing to knock off oh, I don't know. Twenty-five percent if you are willing to spend a little bit more money. Maybe get that bag you were eyeing. Maybe uh knock on the staff. I could think maybe throw all that together for eh, nine thousand, let's say. <laughs> Oh, it's such a good deal, though. No. Uh-uh. 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 I can't right, believe Cherish, I either are arguing against this. Mike, but... you're a mean. <laughs> you're the it's worst. <laughs> I cannot believe that I, the rogue, am arguing against <laughs> No, we're not going to No? That's a pretty good deal. It is a pretty good deal, Omatep. You know what you're doing. I just calls them like I see them, my friend. <laughs> uh... I mean, well, if not, and he starts putting away items. He's like, that's fine. It's fine. You said you wanted to purchase some information as well. I am also a dealer in that. It is of, uh... I mean, okay, are we getting the ring? Like, we should get the ring for Grawl. Like, it... <laughs> Yeah. I think I think yes. Cherish is even yes. insisting okay. that we get the ring for Grawl. We get the ring for Grawl. Because A, it'll keep him safe, and B, it'll make Phineas Feinberg so mad. It's true. It will make him very mad. Yes, everyone. It'll keep Grawl safe, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you spend 3,500 gold to purchase the Ring of Mind Shielding? Uh, actually, I think we spend 350 platinum. That works, too. The conversion rate is pretty standard. You don't go in for the big bulk bonus that Omatep was offering? Uh, no. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you pass the him platinum's over... platinum's real? He... It's like... Uh, was it... Was that a question? As he's, like, counting out coins? No, nope. I, this no. is an out-of-character question. <laughs> uh, he doesn't say anything like... No? This is he doesn't have a. He doesn't have a U light... <laughs> Uh, he, he he will take one of the coins and uh, look it over, and it's like, oh, 
I haven't seen one of these in a long, long time. Would you say 300 years? Yeah. <laughs> uh... No, really. Would you say 300 years? <laughs> <laughs> you know, time gets a little weird for me, so I don't actually know. Oh, okay. You can't recall the last time you saw platinum like this? Oh, no, I know exactly where I was the last time I saw a platinum like this, and I'll tell you what, it was not a nice place. Oh. Can, can you tell us? I, have you ever heard of a place called Barovia? Nope. No. Well, then I, it, whatever I say will pretty much mean nothing to you. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Just know that these coins, they're not from around here. Hmm. I'm I not surprised. Yeah, I I guess I'm not either. He Mayor says that a lot of his stuff is from the old country. What the mayor? The mayor of where? Of Blue Gulch. This money is from... Oh. Um. Uh, and he'll just, like, there's this internal war happening in mm-hmm. Omatep's head as he's just, like, stares at the, like, the giant mm-hmm. handful of money he has. Mm-hmm. The ring that he- <laughs> Grawl is holding. Mm-hmm. And then he shrugs and puts the money in his pocket. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are no returns, so. I was just about, like, if Omatep takes the high ground here, it takes then, the high road, then <laughs> I am I am retiring from Yeah. Yeah. From heroing. I, yeah. Um and he will uh shout over to Alexander. He's like, Alexander, make sure you open up the dangerous money's vault. Dangerous? It's fine. Don't worry about it. It spins. What <laughs> How How is it dangerous? Oh, it's just minted by a very, very angry vampire. Okay. But it's not, like, cursed or anything, is it? No! No! No? No. no. I mean, I, I guess you took it, so... It's true! I did! Yeah. And I don't have any cursed items in my store. Nope. None. I should have just froze for me. Yeah, I did too. But I, I can, I can imagine. I have zero Gosh, cursed um, items in my store. Absolutely yeah. none. Yeah, that's kind of fair. Uh-huh. Is this ring cursed? Oh, my tap. You have now. to tell him where it's entrapment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before I put this on, Grawl, that ring is not cursed. Okay. Yeah, I, you, I, b- both hands. I want to see him. Fingers okay. crossed. No, no fingers crossed. The ring that you are purchasing from me, that you have already purchased, money has been exchanged, it is your property now, that ring is not cursed. <laughs> Seem like a trustworthy sword. Thank you. Right. <laughs> anyway, if you didn't want just any Ale- other items... Alexander, like, really? <laughs> yeah, Alexander is just shaking his head in the background. Just like, don't encourage him. <laughs> Anyway, um, you said you wanted some information. Depending yes. on what you want, the prices may vary. This isn't a service you've ever used before, but uh, <laughs> I think I could uh, give you a first-timer's discount, depending on what you're asking after. Well, the first thing is I could definitely exchange gold for, but the second thing, I kind of feel like you owe me, so... Oh, 
I, I'm sorry, I did not realize there was a, a death involved. My apologies, young Cherish. And you can determine whether or not you owe it to me. You know, that's totally fine. But like, whatever, I guess. Everything sucks for me right now, so... Oh, don't say that. Everything doesn't suck. You just bought a really fancy ring with some vampire money. <laughs> so that's you going know, for you. I guess. Um, anyway, uh, I guess first of all... Um, and you said that vampire just gave you that money. It's not like you stole it, right? Yeah. No, we we defeated some um, <sighs> okay. fiery horses. See, and Alexander, the money does not need to go into the dangerous money vault. It's all good. <laughs> What would have happened if somebody stole it? <laughs> then that somebody wouldn't be somebody for very long. They'd be would nobody. It, would it have to have been stolen from said vampire? Or what? let's say I'm walking down the street and st- somebody stole it from me. Well, I mean, so long as they're not stealing it from said vampire, I think they'd probably oh, okay. be fine. Gotcha. Anyway, sorry, um, Cherish, I, I apologize. What do, you, what do you know? Like, what, what languages do you know? Personally. Oof. Um, I think it would be easier for me to list the languages I don't know. And honestly, oh, well, at, at, at this point, it's probably just Aklo, and I've kind of gone out of my way not to learn that language. Okay. Um, I just want to show you uh, something and ask you what language it is. So I don't know how much that's going to cost. Uh, I will read something for free, Cherish. Okay. And I, I pull out the journal, and I... I kind of show I show him the uh weird vaguely ancient elvish language that I've been needing to do for weeks now and he'll say hmm yep I can read that okay how much would it cost for you to tell me what language it is let's say 10 gold all right done yep. take the 10 gold from you count it out and say that my friend is primordial. Primordial. With a dash of Sylvan, actually. Very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. You know, for flavor. Does anyone, do you know, like, how easy is this to learn? Depends on how many elementals you know. None. Pretty hard, then. Oh, actually, well, we technically know an elemental. Oh, that's good. We do. It's ish. He's I don't know where he is. As for the Sylvan, well, that depends on if you know any Lords of High Fae or Eladrin who might be willing to teach it to you. We also kind of know one of those. <laughs> we also kind of know two of bo- both of those. Mm. Don't really want to go talking to the Kabeun again, but... <laughs> oh, 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 oh Kati. Really How's know. he doing? Of course. Great. Ah, yeah. Yeah, how's, how's he doing, Grawl? How's, how is he? Mm. Um, I, I, I came out naked from the encounter, so... Um, so well. So you had a lot Good. of... He had lots of pillows. Lots and mm. lots of pillows. If there's one thing the Kod Bayun trades in, it's virtue. <laughs> I'm, I hope you had a good time. <laughs> Cool place you got here, I'm a tap real sweet. <laughs> no, Grawl doesn't kiss and tell, sorry. Yeah. 
I always knew that Hobgoblin was a gentleman. <laughs> so, well, that's the first piece you said. So now for the second piece of information that I uh, <laughs> owe you for. Kalkin told me about what happened when you guys first met. And that smarmy smile just begins to droop off of his face. And he'll give you this sort of deadpan look. And I don't know as if the rest of you have any idea what this is about. Nope. No. Nope. It's fine. But Omatep will let out a long, just like, weary sigh. And he doesn't change physically, but he seems to kind of curl in on himself in a way that makes him look a lot older all of a sudden. His sharp, hawkish features kind of withdrawn, having more lines on them. Whereas before they were lines of a smiling face, now they're the lines of deep weariness. And he'll suddenly put a hand near a pocket, as though he's clutching for something. But then he'll relax and let out another sigh and begin walking towards the counter, but Alexander will scamper over to him beforehand, come up to one of the shelves and just put a little monkey hand on his shoulder. And he'll say, Yeah, yeah, I probably owe you for this one. What do you want to know? I just... I mean, she's probably not okay. What? Right. Look, cherish, I... You're asking about your mom, yeah? Yeah. Honestly, and this is the God's honest truth. And when he says God's, he'll give a halfway glance over at Alexander. But then he looks back to you and says, I maybe said five words to your mom. She pushed the baby, you, into my arms and said, run. I tried to haggle at first, but she just said run again. So, you know, free baby. I'm not going to turn that down. But, uh, I was not there on purpose. I was not there to rescue you or rescue her or rescue anybody. I was... <laughs> well... I was new to the area, let us say. Alexander and I had uh, pulled up roots at our last business venture, and our way of getting around is a little chaotic, let us say. I never know where I'm going to end up sometimes, wherever the winds take me. This time, <laughs> we ended up in hell. 
It's kind of crazy, actually. There was a Rakshasa, and he kept saying, Oh, you owe me for breaking these plates. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. I just landed on the plates, and the food got all over my clothing. I need to get new clothing, so you owe me. There's a whole thing. Eventually, Alexander showed up as well, and then there was this whole fracas. I try not to get involved when Alexander picks fights with Rakshasas. It's a whole mess. And anyway, that, that's not what... You don't care about any of this. Um... Your mother found me while I was getting out of hell. And then he'll turn to Sid and say, And right after that, your mom found me as I was trying to get out of hell. I'm sorry, what? <sighs> I got out with Cherish because your mom rescued me. From hell? Well, one of them, yes. Right. Which one were you in? Uh, technically, I think we were on uh, Avernus, whatever the top one is. <laughs> Okay. It's a good sound. It's a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, listen. I'm not precisely sure what it is your mom wanted me to do with you, but you ended up with with Kalkan and with well, you ended up just fine. Right? So it all yeah. worked out in the end. Yeah. Cherish, give me yeah. a history roll. Okay. Not bad, actually. That's a dirty 20. You have your mother's letter burned into your mind at this point. Yeah. And there's a line in there where your mother refers to Omatep by name. Yeah. Which would imply that she knew him beforehand. Or at least had more of a conversation than run. If she had time to write a letter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Again, Elliot's dumb. <laughs> So, Omatep's story doesn't line up with what you know. I think I think she even says, you know, it's... It's funny that her letter mentions you by name, then. I don't know when she would have had time to write that. Is that what the th There was a piece of paper with you. I didn't know it was a letter. Yeah. It, it says my name? Yes. Calls you a sweet fool. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever been called that before. Uh, I've been called many things, but n never sweet. Maybe a fool more than once. Uh, I'm sorry, Cherish. I, I don't know. 
I, I swear I I've never make... met the woman who pressed you into my arms. I'm gonna make an insight check. Sure. Well, that's... Oh, well, actually, it's, it's a 14. Seems to be telling the truth. Yeah. Omatep can be shifty, but at least in this moment, he seems genuine. Hmm. And he says, Look. This gold-skinned tiefling woman just hands me a baby. I don't know what's all going on in hell. That place can be a little crazy no matter what plane you're on. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't make sense for me to think that my mom having gold skin would... You don't know. Yeah. If she knew me, I don't know I how. personally think it's suspect. <laughs> Very possible. Mm. Okay. And Sid, I was going to tell you what Kalkin told me. I just wanted to get more information first. I'll tell you the rest of it later. I okay. promise. Okay. Omatep will turn to you, Sid, and say, Your mother was a hell of a woman. I've only known her like once in my life. And believe you me, when I compare someone to Riza, it means they were special. Does the name Riza sound familiar? Absolutely not. Only if you're reading Mike's Twitter. Yep. <laughs> Omatas. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All about that fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fan fiction if you're also writing the actual narrative? I'm a fan of me. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> He's his number one fan. <laughs> yeah, Sid doesn't really say much. He becomes very quiet when his mother's name is mentioned. Omatip never actually says her name. But he'll say, Listen, Cherish, I wish I could help more. Honestly, I do. You're a good kid. The fact that you lasted this long is kind of miraculous and awesome. Yeah. And hopefully I last a little bit longer. All things considered. Well, sure. I mean, you're watching around with a bunch of crazy vampire money, but yeah, it probably will last a little while longer. Yeah. I'm just saying, you could spend it all here. Have none of that vampire money weighing you down. <laughs> Staff of fire. <laughs> Bag of holding. <laughs> no? Okay, well. 
And if he actually gets you to smile, Omatep cracks the smile back at you. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly that wasn't meant to actually get the money off of you. It was more just to yeah. get you to get a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. Well, we have other errands to run, so... Fair enough. Tell you what. For your trouble, I'll throw the bag of holding in for free. I feel like, uh... Maybe I did owe you one. Thank you. Just, uh... Don't tell Alexander. That's Alexander standing right there. Yeah, like, I won't. (laughs) And you see Alexander, like, zip his mouth shut and toss the key behind his shoulder. A good little dude. Love that little man. Love that little monkey. And Omatep will give you the ring grawl and hand the bag of holding to whoever wants it. Did we buy a bag of holding? No. We just got one for free. What? Oh, I missed Yeah, you were... (laughs) I had... I disconnected. Oh. Oh, a bag of holding. Oh, that's nice. We bought seven of them while you were away. Yeah. Oh, yes. All <laughs> we the decided, money's gone. We, we decided held you down and ripped the money from your hands. <laughs> we decided, screw Sid's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> screw your moral dilemma. I want stuff. what to do. We tickled you until you gave it up. <laughs> you found my ticklish spot. Mm-hmm. I knew I shouldn't have told you Grawl when I was drunk. <laughs> Betrayer! Anyways, yeah. I'm uh, I'm putting on that ring. Okay. If you well, put the ring on, it. do you do it while you're in Duskwalker Import and Export? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so you can attune to it in a minute as opposed to an hour. Perfect. When you do that, you feel the ring attuning and it is on your finger. It fits to size perfectly. Lovely. As an action, you can make it turn invisible, and you can make it revisible again as an action. Gotcha. Uh, do you have a copy of the DM's guide? Uh, yes, around here somewhere. Okay, well, it is a ring of mind shielding, and it, it is in there, so you can get the stats in it there. As you leave, Alexander shows you out of the store, and uh, presents the bag of holding to whoever's... Uh, carrying it, and he'll... I'll take it. (laughs) He'll pat a little pouch on the side of it, and then give you a conspiratorial wink, and then push you out the front door. So you all exit the store, and the door closes behind you, and when you turn back around, the storefront is gone. What's in the bow? What's in the bow? What's in the pouch? What the bag of holding? Excellent. What's Excellent. in the pouch? There's the, there's the main satchel bag, but there seems to be like a little side pouch that Alexander padded. Right. Yeah. Again, didn't hear that. Uh, I take that pouch and I open it up. 
It's just like a little side pocket on the bag itself, and you kind of like lift up the little flap, and you see that there's a banana inside. Oh, oh, free banana! The next time, and then or you kind of like poke it to the side and look down. You can see that there's another banana below it. But then you like look at the bag, and then look in the pouch, and look at the side of the bag, and you pull out the banana, and that was the whole length of the pouch. But then you like look down, and there's another banana in there, and we you're not quite sure what's going haggle. on. We never have to haggle for bananas again. <laughs> Cool. And then I eat a banana. <laughs> so not all only... of the other bananas disappear. <laughs> no! They all teleport directly into Sid and he explodes in a <laughs> oh, <God>. banana rain. <laughs> not only do you and have a... And that's how material components ends. <laughs> not only do you have a bag of holding, you also have a great source of potassium. So, exiting the store, you are back out onto the streets of Blue Gulch. It seems as though a few hours have passed, though you were not in the store for that long, but it is now approaching noon. Ah. <sighs> okay, we gotta, like, like, tears it. We have to donate this before we go anywhere else, because... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> We clearly cannot be trusted. <laughs> also, <laughs> evil vampire money. Yeah, that makes me super extra uncomfortable, like, more than I was before. Yeah. And you want to give it to children? Not directly to them. Oh, okay, okay, well, that's fine. And I guess it's fine as long as nobody stole it. Hoarding to Omatap. So... We should. <laughs> we should. We should get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, Livia loves having it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, there's a donation box. In yes, well, I guess it would be silly to have a donation box outside because. But I guess who would steal from Vengeance Nuns? <laughs> Good question. Good I question. thought you were going to say orphans. I'm like, you'd be surprised, but, well, no, but vengeance nuns, that's, nuns, no. that's, that's a different story. That's what our inevitable Blades in the Dark uh, side mission <laughs> is. Stealing from vengeance nuns. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. Uh, Crawl, give me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. That's not great. Thirteen. Okay. There's, yeah, you don't, you don't notice anything. You rolled a 13, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, everything seems fine. Perfect. <laughs> Anyways. That's, <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, there's a, a locked donation box in front of the Nerium. Okay, let's just don't really want to go within like line of sight of the place. You don't have to. I'll okay. just hang back. Yeah, it's fine. you could wear the hat. I'm not wearing the hat. I wear the hat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that girl, you can. It's like so rainy. Like it's just under. Shit in my I like the hat. It's a nice hat. <laughs> I appreciate that hat. It speaks to me. 
So Grawl is now wearing the hat of disguise? Grawl, you can just have this. I can have the hat. You can have it. Somehow I want it less now. (laughs) Okay, well then give it back. No, 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 it's mine now. (laughs) Okay, there we go. You can borrow it whenever you want. All right, thank you. Thank you, Grawl. So you want to go drop all that money off at the orphanarium? Yeah. Okay, so you go do that. It's not hard to just do that and get out without actually confronting anyone. Cool. All of the orphans seem to be inside being taught by nuns, apparently. Mm-hmm. Outside the orphanarium, the orphanarium is actually a striking building because it's on the way out of town towards the plantation. You probably passed it on the way to the plantation before. It is a large, dark building that is two stories tall. It seems to be made of dark red bricks that's made of, like, river clay as opposed to terracotta or uh, adobe. They seem to be fired bricks. So, it it stands out as a building. Yeah. There is a large statue dedicated to St. Cuthbert outside the building. And the, the lockbox is beneath the feet of this saint of vengeance. He has a pair of scales in one hand and a large, jagged, almost broken sword in the other. And a a plaque beneath that's just over the lockbox says, For the Children. (gasps) I love this statue. Mm -hmm. It's a very good statue. Tirza doesn't know anything about art, but this is high (laughs) art. (laughs) St. Cuthbert is wearing, like, half-plate armor, has the most wicked handlebar mustache you've ever seen in your life, and, like, a swept-back mane of hair. And he's just looking off into the distance with this kind of, like, half-scowl, half-smirk. I got news. What's up? Vengeance. Vengeance is up. So you drop all that money off in the lockbox? Yep. Okay. So all the platinum is now belonging to the orphans. Mm Mm-hmm. What is your next step? Uh, so we need to stop by kooky old bird lady's place. Yeah, if we can find her. Yeah. And then... What was the other thing? Go shopping! Just stand for... shopping. Get our duds! Right! Yeah, we gotta look good. Alright, so you want to head out of town and try to find old Morigana? Yes. I guess. I mean, no, we should do it. Why not? I mean, it sounds cool. We, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it does like, sound cool. It does sound cool. It's just like I would love to know more about hell, which, like, ugh. but like, I don't know. I think Cherish is feeling kind of down about the whole thing at the moment. Um. I'd like to roll insight to see if I can tell that Cherish is feeling <laughs> down about it. I just got a nat 20. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Cherish is clearly depressed. The last couple of days have not been great for Cherish. No. And Tirza, right, is pushing this like, okay, we gotta find out about this and figure out what's going on because doing nothing is not good. But I think she'll probably, like, yeah. Let's go get some fancy clothes. Soccer yeah, voice. 
Sokka voice. Shopping does make me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Grawl? Yes. Your left eye twitches slightly, but it's probably just some dust. There's no itching. I'm so glad this stupid thing worked, <sighs> because if it didn't, I would be oh really be mad. So yeah. Mad. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I want I want to make it invisible. <laughs> it's like a permanent invisible, right? I mean, until you tell it to be visible. Okay. Or until you die. Yep. <laughs> I would like it to. Be, I would like it to be invisible, kind okay. of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. your ring like... is now invisible on your hand. So, as you're having this conversation and deciding to go shopping next. I think so. Okay. Shopping. Round so, two. Cherish, you begin leading your friends towards the 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 best garmenteer you know in town. And as you're walking towards there, moving along the interior road around the center green, Grawl, in your mind you hear a very bizarre sound. It sounds like bring 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 bring. Don't pick up. Do you guys? Bring 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 bring. Does there a voicemail for this? Do you choose to accept? Yeah, what's up? I just want to see who it is. <laughs> New phone. Who dis? It's a yeah. spam call. God. We don't know. We Fishing. don't know. We do know. We do know. And a very familiar voice in your head sends to you and says, I don't know how you're doing this, but I will figure it out. Hang up. (laughs) 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 Uh, He loves to hear himself talk. Just cut him off like halfway. Off that dude. (laughs) Okay. That's so funny. I feel better choices now. <laughs> Night to E3, bitch! <laughs> and as you fret, head to the Garmenteer that Cherish knows of, and have odd plans to maybe go see an old Aarakrokra seer on the edge of town after that, with the mayor's party looming in the distance... I believe that is where we'll end tonight's session on a somewhat good note. Uh, mostly because I want to give y'all a week to decide what your new clothes are going to look like. Yay! I've, I've known for you. three weeks. I but. know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this since day one. <laughs> I'll say this much. You'll not only probably have your fancy party clothes, but you'll also probably want to upgrade your casual look as well. Just while you're oh, at it. That's true. I do yeah. also have an idea for what I want my casual look to be. I'm already perfect. I don't know. Because <laughs> you've been rocking <laughs> the same look since the uh, the trials of the Skane Witch, so it might mm-hmm. be time for uh, a, a costume upgrade. Yes. No duds. Oh, sorry. Uh, you oh. talked about the glamour and armor. It's it's the top piece that changes. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Correct. Yeah. So that if I can make that look like like a shirt, mm-hmm. a night a nice, you know, whatever. But yeah. I'll need to upgrade everything else. Gotta make sure you get some jeans you can dress up or down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Got to turn that right. glamoured armor into a tuxedo shirt. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime... Like a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, at MattComRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. Can also, we also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. I know there's been a, a bit of a spike in those recently, so welcome aboard the Matcom crew. I don't think we have a name for our fans yet. No. If they even exist Matt, in great numbers. Matt Comrades. Matt Comrades. Matt comrades. Ooh. That's pretty good. Yeah. Forgot about that one. I like that. That's damn good. Whew, uh, yeah. Branding. Always be branding. Always we'll be branding. I'm sure branding. it's real quick. I am always branding. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, um, you can hear more juicy gems like Matt Comrades uh, <clears throat> with me at Cry Out Olivia on Twitter. Come hang out. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot Lewis. Um, I think I linked my pin- my cherished Pinterest board a while ago, but I might relink it um, just so you guys have an idea of the fact that I am constantly thinking about outfits. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Theridimus. Um, just, just... Think of think of different ways that I can insult Phineas Feinbrook now <laughs> that I can accept his call and just just put him on blast and hang send, up. Send all of the ways that you mess with scammers, and yeah. we will do that yeah. in the show. <laughs> yeah, That's an excellent idea. <laughs> uh, and I am not on on the Twitterverse. The young people say, but. If you do need to get a hold of me, old man in a young person's body, you can reach me by, I guess, rating our show on whatever platform you're listening to us uh, with, because we like to hear what you guys think of the show. Um, And uh, yeah, so please do that. Indeed. And of course, you can find me on Twitter personally. I am at MK Gorgoni. Come talk to me about all the things that happened in this episode. I know there was a lot, some of which most of our players aren't even aware of. So that's fun. Mm -hmm. You can also find our good, good friend Omatep, who featured heavily in this episode, which makes me so happy, over at NPC underscore AN, because especially when he appears in episodes, he is, of course, an important NPC. And you can also hear me over on my other podcast, Panel Up, where we talk about your week's worth of pop culture, usually in the form of a review, but we tend to meander a little bit. Uh, Elliot was just on. I hope you had a good time with us that talking about Miss Marvel. I did. I had a very good time. It's a good conversation. Was, yeah, I'm glad I was invited back. I was honestly really nervous about that the whole time. <laughs> did amazing. You get sweaty, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's a very sweaty experience. <laughs> Panel up, a sweaty experience. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. That's a five-star review if I've heard it. Sean's not going to be happy about that, but no. whatever. He doesn't listen to this show. That's fine. He can fight me. Come at me, John. As, as always, the world is chaos, so please be kind. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. 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 See ya.